Yo, what up, y'all? How y'all doing today? It's your girl, B. Nicole, here for Black Girl Point of View. And my co-host. Uh, thanks for bringing me in. I appreciate that. This is Dovecat. What it do, y'all? Welcome to another episode. So glad to be back. It is. I feel like there's like always such long time. I know. For us to sit here and because and we're not we're not millionaires yet, so we have to work. Okay, it's this thing called work. We gotta work. So and for me, it's a thing called school work too. Just trying to get my life together. Just trying to get it all meshed right, stepping in the right direction in the name of love and all those things. So yeah. Um, are you ready for our tea time? Tea time. Tea I got my time. pinky in the air with my teacup because I'm ready for tea time. Uh, what? <laughs> pinky in the air for tea time. And no, I'm not referring to the AKAs. So y'all, hold, calm your tits. Uh, uh. <laughs> tea time with my pinky in the air. Okay. Okay, so first up is what premiered last weekend, um, BET Awards. Did you tune in? I tuned in for the most important part, which was the Anita Baker tribute. I need a fake eye. Every time somebody says I need a fake I think about Mark and Colin Pam. I need a fake <laughs> Man, Anita Baker is the GOAT. Regardless of her feathered bangs, regardless. Listen. Regardless. She is a legend. You will respect her as such. And I was going to tweet out like, so we're not going to talk about this week. Or we just gonna let that go Look, because that's Anita Baker. I saw a picture because you know she was on her farewell tour. Uh-huh. And I saw a picture and she literally had a bang in a ponytail. And so I think it's her hair. I really think it's you her hair. You think it's her hair? Because the bang looked the same. Unless she got a fake bang. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, it's not even, we're not gonna shade her. We're not gonna do that to Miss Baker. But for real, I think it's her hair. I really do. Brittany, like you. <laughs> I really think it's her hair, but she—I mean, oh, it was—it was—it was all right. It she was, was all right. She's a legend. In she her is a legend. Does not matter what you her hair re- looks and like. You gonna respect her. So, what were your besides? That, is that your only highlight from the BET Awards? Okay, and we and I saw Nikki, but let me just go back to Anita and how I was disappointed with the BET Awards because I expected for Anita Baker to get her ass on stage and, and sing. sing, or and she didn't. She did, and she just said her thank yous, and that was it. I said, look. She was tired. Look, no, I know you on your farewell tour, and I know you're supposed to be retired. However, this is the BET Awards, and this is your tribute, so I was expecting you to do some singing. <laughs> and you did not. Wait, and do everybody sing on their tribute? I remember when they did a tribute to Earth, Wind, and Fire, maybe. They sang. Um, I remember when they did the tribute to... Uncle Charlie sang. Uncle Charlie, he sang. And he sounded good, he too. Sound I remember good. that. The OJs, they sang. Well, maybe she just opted to not sing. Well, she just opted in. That probably was her own personal preference. I don't think they was like, well, Anita, you can't sing. Girl, I was like, Anita! Anita! I was expecting them to be like, here, hold my award. Where's my mic? And I got none of that. Come on, girls. Come on. Come, Come on. on. And they didn't get any of that. And also, <laughs> let me just say that I was expecting for Layla Hathaway to be singing from her throat, and she was not. And yes, I said throat, not throat. <laughs> but I know how to say. But and I mean, Fantasia, me and Fantasia, we. I don't. We don't have time for that. I like Fanny. I like Fanny too. But I didn't need her for this tribute. I wanted Layla Hathaway, okay. who I got, who I did not get. Mm-hmm. 
I got Tony Braxton would have been another one. Mm-hmm, and her mm-hmm. voice sounded good because you know for a while that lupus had attacked her vocal cords and she yeah. wasn't sounding too good. But yeah. she sounded she good. coming back now. She coming she back. back. She's gonna release the whole album. Right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. Cause matter of fact, somebody had a video on Instagram at a concert of her singing "You Bring Me Joy" on the piano. Who? Tony Braxton. Oh, really? I was like, man, she could have did the tribute. Uh, yeah, I love Tony. Like the crazy thing about it is, like, how Tony have that deep voice, but she really can sing. She can't. I think Tamar sing better. I just don't like I think Tamar has more Tamar. range. But the thing is, I think people don't like Tamar because she's so extra. Mm-hmm. However, I do think that vocally she's the best out of all of them. And I think I say that because she has more range. Tony's range is like at the lower register. And look at me talking like I sing, but I don't. <laughs> but to me, I just think that Tamar, I think Tamar vocally is better. I mean, I like, I like, here's the thing about Tamar and Tony. I like I like Tamar singing, but I feel like everything that Tamar is doing, Tony has already done. And so it's just like, you're going to be, either you're going to be Tamar and give us something new because we already had Tony. So we can just continue on with Tony. Like we don't need Tamar because literally when she came out, every, every song she sang, every video she did, you literally could relate it to something that Tony had already done. And I was just like, we've already did this. But also, I think, because she talks about, Tamar has talked about how record companies wanted her to be Toni Braxton. Like, they wanted her to be her sister. They wanted her to be in an evening gown somewhere singing ballads. She said, what she can do, she was like, but that's not her. She said, I want to sing, like, what I want to sing. I want to sing trap music. I want to sing booty popping. And she, that's the type of music that she wants to sing. And she has not released Man. I probably would like her if she did that. So, um, I miss a Rache. I think some of her stuff has been ratchet. That's what is it? Sugar sweet, honey, hot sugar. That won't ratchet. Sugar That was not ratchet. Mm. Oh, okay. that was not ratchet. But I mean, I like Tamar's voice. I think her voice is amazing. But um, Tamar may hell. Tamar could have did a tribute. But let us see what's good. I'm glad y'all finally give her her due. Um, Monique and Monique. Um, Marsha and Brosha. And Brosha show shows. Um, how did you feel about Marsha? Sometimes she sounds like a goat. <laughs> but this time, she kind of sounded like a goat. And then, it was hit or miss for me. I didn't think it sounded that great. And she might have sounded better live there, but she didn't sound that great to me. And Yolanda Adams took it to church like she always does. I was about to say, and then Yolanda. And do we need to make a comment on that. Mm-mm. But first of all, the part I did miss on the tribute is Jamie part. So how did he do? Being funny. Oh. He was funny. I, you know, Jamie Foxx is old. He's yeah. older, so his crowd. I don't know. He, he. Was, I mean, he was funny because I'm old, so I get it. So it was funny to me. But I think the newer folks, the millennial folks, people who love and he worship, he was being funny during the tribute. Yeah, because he sang a little bit of the, like he sang a little bit. He introduced people, mm-hmm. but he was singing and playing the piano. Because sometimes, honestly, this is real. Like no lie, sometimes I forget that Jamie Foxx can sing. Like I don't have his albums. Like I forget that he can sing sure, I because still he be listening to get this money. Honey. Right, you know. So I just he, I feel like he. I know he can sing, but because he doesn't sing as much as he used to anymore, it's right. kind of just like I kind of forget that he can sing. So when he was at the piano playing around, I was like, oh, okay, I forget you can sing. But he was talking about, he kind of set it up. He's like, you know, back in the day, you know, I used to play some Anita Baker when I was going on a date. You know what I'm saying? And he basically, he sang, what's the song he had with um, Kanye West? A little Anita. uh, 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 uh." Mm -hmm. He sang that a little bit. And he went into, and he was singing. 
I mean, he sounded good with the parts that he did sing, but he didn't do like a full tribute. I yeah. could have did without Jamie Foxx playing the piano. Because he wasn't serious. If he was seriously going to be singing and playing the piano, then I might have felt differently about it. But because he was playing and kind of serious with the music thing, I didn't like it. I think that the whole consensus, like everybody keeps saying, why wasn't Tony Braxton? Why didn't Tony Braxton do it? They didn't ask her to do it. Maybe she wasn't available. Mm. I was, I mean, I always tried to man give. didn't let her. Oh, God. But how do you know? How do you know that Birdman is controlling her though? Like I don't. Like, you know, we, that's and they, don't they get paid for them performances? Mm, I have no idea. Oh, I mean, if that's a check, Birdman can get, need, get all the money he can get. I think they get on there because they both neither okay. one of them are doing great financially. Okay. But I mean, I like to like give these organizations the benefit of the doubt until it's been proven that they are trash. But like, how do we know they didn't ask Tony and Tony couldn't yeah. or didn't want to? So, I don't, I don't know. But the people they had was all right. I could have did without Marshall. They could have put somebody else in there. I would have loved to have seen, like, a male vocalist sing a song. Like, and I'll say this, like, seven or eight years ago. Might have been longer than that. But at the Soul Train Awards, they did a tribute to Anita. Mm-hmm. And she didn't sing then either. She said she don't have time. She didn't sing then either. But they had a tribute to, um... To Anita Baker. They had... Um, Layla Hathaway sang. Uh, Chrisette Michelle sang. Um, oh, poor Chrisette. Don't do that to her. <laughs> so, um, Tamia sang. Oh, oh Tamia's a good one. Kim sang. And this other, this jazz artist that was really good, they sang together. Guapale sang. Oh, Some nice. girl I didn't know was with Guapale singing. And, uh, what was Elder Barge, who was my favorite drug addict on the planet. <laughs> Elder Bar sang too. That tribute, that, that tribute was on the month. Faith Evans sang. She had a legit tribute. They had like all of those, and they were all singing different songs. Mm-hmm. So it was like, and Layla Hathaway was singing, no shoes on, Angel. And I was just like, I was just swaying like I was at church because she sounded so good. So, well, um, uh, her her tribute was cool. I just didn't. I've seen better tributes. They could have did. They could have did better. The one to Prince was better than that. The one after Prince died. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was better. But I mean, it was better than the one he had when he was alive. It was Prince. Have a wide range there. Very wide range. He has tons of fucking tons of music that we'll never hear. Ugh. Poor Prince. His will never hear. And Jay Z tried, but his family was just like, nah. I know. Like what? I think, I think, I think somebody told me, or maybe I heard that Jay-Z was talking to Prince trying to get his stuff on title mm-hmm. before he passed away. I bet you he was. And, um, but I mean, from what I understand, Prince didn't, it didn't sound like, cause you know, Prince has been very vocal about wanting his stuff on streaming sites and all that. He's been very vocal about that, which is why his family probably shut it down after he died. But I think that Jay-Z was actually having conversations with Prince to get him on title. Yeah. Which would have been cool. Um, cause I like Prince. I would have listened to Prince. I like Prince too. But um, in the BET Awards, did you see the Nikki? I saw that trash ass Nikki performance. The best performance was when she wasn't on stage. Bruh, it was so trash. Like I was sitting there and squinting because you know I can't see. So I'm like, what's going on here? And it just reminded me of how she went on this whole women being promiscuous shit. And I'm just like, bitch, you selling sex on stage? On stage, got a song called Bed. You got your ass cut out. But you see, this is the thing. Nobody cares that she do does that, right? Because she need to stop policing women who wants to sell sex for money. 
Cause it's not their business if she wants to. It do ain't that. nothing. And first of all, you was business. you was fucking Gucci man for studio time and mixtapes. Allegedly, <clears throat> listen, I believe that. You know what's crazy? Cause I was listening to Horrible Decisions and they got her ass right on together. Oh, and they did. And they made a. I mean, and they made a good point talking about she looked like she probably slept with dudes for money back in the day, and she do. <laughs> but I mean, that's her business. But for her to come out and say all that mess. If she was going to come out and say all of that mess that she said and then come back and be more covered up, then okay. But you're the main one on the front of your album cover with your titties out. On the front of everything with your titty, with your, your poo-poo all in people's face. And it's like, like, and you got the nerve to talk about somebody getting paid off sex. Like, you literally, you basically get paid off sex. Like, you're selling sex. But that's your fave. That's everybody's fave. I'm and that's what I'm saying. And the women who follow you, they probably are the ones who are getting like really paid off of. But what the fuck you talking about? Like you said, you your lyrics is literally talking about sleeping with niggas for money or for bags or for cars and, and shit like that. And you really have a statement like that? Like, come on, bro. See, like this is my thing. Nikki Mean Girl Minaj is my nickname for her. <laughs> mean Girl. Cause I don't think she that nice. Honestly, I don't think she like other women. I think she loves. I don't think she. I don't think she. I think she loves spouting this women empowerment and me. You know, I'm assertive, so they want to call me a bitch. They want to, but I don't think she like other women. Like, I don't think she got people. I think she got friends that she grew up with that probably used to her shit, and now she probably really ain't that nice. But because she got money, they stick around, which is probably a horrible thing to say. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I really, I don't really think she's a nice person. Just how she's handled this whole thing with Cardi B, Remy Ma, Little Kim, all that. So that lets you know she really ain't, and that's the thing. She, Nikki didn't start on this whole women thing until Remy did that uh, summer jam performance where she brought all the women rappers out, and now all of a sudden Nikki want to act like she's for the women. No, you talk shit about women all the time. All these bitches is my sons. That's your favorite fucking line. Like you act like you've been sunning hoes, you above them and everything. But as soon as it became popular to be women inclusive. Now, all of a sudden, you want to act like you've been that. Like, girl, no. We know who you really are. It's showing. She, I don't know. And once again, I'm speaking from the outside looking in and what's been reported. And I just, I don't think Nicki Minaj is a nice person. I don't think she's nice to women. So, I mean, I don't know. But she might not even be nice to nobody. Might not be. She was mean to Safari. She was, I remember, I'll never forget this, and I don't even know how I came across this video or why this video was, but I remember, this was before Nikki got popping, but before, she was still making, like, money, and they were, like, on, they were doing, like, a webcast or a webcam, something, they were on, like, a webcam, and he was being silly in the background, mm-hmm. and she called him, she was like, don't be a buffoon, like, she was kind of talking to him like that, and he didn't pay it no mind, but I'm just like... But that's why he said he left. It's because how she was talking to him. She was like, it was just like he was just like it was like one day it just got absolutely too disrespectful. And he was just like, okay, I gotta go. But that's what like when you and first of all, she's short. She like five. She's feet. tiny. Mm-hmm. So it's just like for some reason, small people have this this attitude. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know and it's just it like is. you gave her some, you give her some money, I think and some clout, and it's just like. I think it's, it's overkill. They little the little lady. May mm-hmm. she R.I.P. And I love her. But that little she was four eleven. But you couldn't tell her she won't six eleven. <laughs> Cause she would hop on. She was like she was a tiny little thing. And she was and she said whatever she wanted. And she did whatever she wanted. And people kinda let her get away with it, even though it was hurtful sometimes. And you'd be like, damn. Cause somebody put up like she was she was loose with the lips. But I think it might just be a little person thing. Yeah. They I feel, I mean, I think they compensate. They overcompensate because right. they're little. Mm-hmm. So, 
So I don't know. I, it makes me think, how did she treat Meek Mill? Well, they're not together no more. And he, did he ever come out and say what happened with him? Or talk mm. about it? She Didn't she talk about it? I don't, I don't, from what I understand, he, I don't know. He said, like, but I know he did say that, like, he was, like, doing drugs while he was with her. Like, weed or harder stuff? No, like, popping pills and shit like that. And then, uh-huh. um, he was trying to get people to stop doing it or whatever. Um, and so it, it, it made me think, like, if he was popping pills and shit, was she popping pills and shit? Or is she popping pills? You know, well, she, you know she smoked weed. I mean, that's, because I've seen her. around Lil Wayne. You know, he, he thoroughly believes in dying. Well, <laughs> Listen, he was just um I just seen an interview with him with him talking about that because you remember the famous line that um he had a cup at her award show and it was like oh Lil Wayne what's in your cup and he was like oh don't worry about it it's my cup right and basically he was like that people keep telling him that he should get off or whatever was in his cup he was like but ever since he made that statement basically he's made the most money that he's ever made so he was like it sounds like I should still I should keep sipping what's in my cup and I'm just sitting here looking at him like you're stupid and you're gonna die like I mean, how many, and how many seizures has he had since right. like two or three this is my thing I'll never understand niggas with money never I won't never I so, guess we ain't no nigga with money. We I ain't, think that's we what just, it is. I mean, I'll just never understand. I'll never understand niggas with a whole lot of money because that ain't that ain't my ministry. I mean, it might be one day, but right now I don't get it. So they say and do a lot of stuff because they have, they can. So but I don't know, but little one, I don't know. Nicki Minaj is she popping pills? She, I know she smoked weed because I've seen videos of her in the studio smoking weed. Yeah. And I mean, but what is weed? That's what I'm about weed saying. is like weed is like shit. cigarettes, like. Everybody, you know, everybody's doing it except for me because I don't do drugs. <laughs> Let me just throw that out I there. Don't do drugs. And I barely, and I barely drink. She so, don't drink at all. I barely drink. So, but I mean, I don't but, know. Um, but Nikki's so, trash. She need to step up. She need to try again. Um, I don't know where the Nikki is. The best part of her performance when she bought everybody else on stage. Right. When she went on right. stage. Right. When you were not there no more. pink ass horse. I didn't get it. <laughs> I did not get it. I think at one, I was doing my paper while I was looking at it, and I just, I turned her down and just started focusing on my paper, and I was like, when, when something else happened, I'll turn it back up. Girl, like, I didn't understand. I, just, I still don't understand. It was a waste. It was a complete, total waste. But the Meek Mill performance, did you see that? I did see it, and it hurt me. So, I don't, uh, where I don't like things that hurt me, <laughs> that make me feel things. That'll make me feel some type of way. I'm right. super duper sensitive to things now because I have a black son. So that like, and I've noticed that since I've had him, like these things with like police shootings and stuff, like it's kind of amped up. Like I remember how I felt when Trayvon was murdered because I had nephews. Mm-hmm. But then when this stuff was happening to like Tamir Rice, I had my son. So it was just kind of like, it kind of hurts me. So watching that, when she, when that little boy got shot and the mama was just wailing, I was like, ooh, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I had a turn. <laughs> I'm not about to sit. It's a Sunday night before I got to go back to work. I'm not about to be in this headspace. But I rem- I saw it. I thought it was kind of dope that he had triple X on the front of his shirt mm-hmm. on his hoodie. I don't know who was on the back, but um, but R.I.P. to him. But it was. I mean, it was all right. What you think about it? I think it was. Di- it was a different meet meet me like we got a different. I think we're gonna see him. a different. And that's meal that's now. what I've been thinking too. It's just like I, I'm kind of digging this. Like if if he's about to go in a different direction. Because of, you know, everything that he's been through, whatever. I like it. Like, I, I, and the song that he did, I like that song too. They actually played it on the Joe Budden podcast. 
at the end and I was just like, oh, okay, like I like this me. I like this whole direction that he's going and he was on I think he was interviewing with Angie and he was saying how um basically every letter that was sent to him while he was in jail that he read it and he was like everyone started off with, "Oh, I know you're not going to read this." And he was like, "No." He was like, "I ain't got nothing but time. Like I'm reading all this." <laughs> so I honestly think I think you go through things for reasons mm -hmm. and this experience for him, even though it's one that he didn't want or we wanted him to go through, like it's kind of, it's humbled him in a way and he's seeing things different in a different kind of way. And so I'm just like, I'm with it. Let's go. When he was on the view, I kind of felt like I'm going to be a harsh critic of me. Right? Okay. I feel like he had this platform. Go on. And his lawyer was there too, so that helped. But I don't think that he was as prepared as he probably should have been to go on The View to talk about his case. I would have felt it more had it come from him. Like, most of the story came from him. So he was talking about his experience and how he got beat up by the cops and how the situation with the drugs and stuff, they weren't... <coughs> excuse me. How, you know, it was basically a, some... He's been charged with this crime or something that he didn't do. And um, and I got that from that. His lawyer did all, like, the legal stuff about it. Yeah. But I would have liked it more if he was a little bit more prepared. And he seemed like he was nervous because it seemed like it was new for him. Because I don't remember ever seeing... Um, Girl, Meek Mill ain't never been invited to The View. That's probably the first time he ever got on that type of platform. So he probably was nervous. And if they talking about his case, he probably don't know what he can talk about. Right, because I mean, from what I understand, they've just, um, what it made, it just, dang, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? The lawyer. The lawyer. The lawyer. Oh, the, oh, his new trial. Yeah. He's, um, the judge won't step down. Yeah, won't step down. And she's not giving him a new trial. So I don't know how this is going to go. Yeah. But, um, I mean, he could very well go back to jail. So I don't know. I'm hoping for the best. If Meat Mill is trying to turn his life around, then I'm never going to be like, man, fuck right. that. We want the old Meat. But yeah, we're not nah. doing that. But I feel like his performance, I felt like it was still in the essence of old me. It's just the messaging is different. Right, the message is different. Which I thought was cool. So, I don't know. And back on, cause can we can we slide into triple X? Mm-hmm. And how these babies need Jesus and parenting. Because they are trash. Trolling on the internet is at an ultimate high. I don't understand people trolling. Even like, I don't. Death, like, it's. Oh my God. Like sometimes I'm inappropriate and I laugh mm -hmm. at some of the stuff, but sometimes it's just like, y'all got to do better. Like with this whole triple X thing, like now granted, I'm an old lady and I don't know anything about his music, never heard his music. And from what I know of him, I didn't, he kind of freaked me out a little bit. His Something about his look kind of freaked me out. It didn't sit well with me. So I didn't pay any attention to him. All I know of all these things that he's allegedly been accused of. Mm -hmm. um, of beating up that gay person in jail. Beating up on his pregnant girlfriend. Kidnapping her. That type of thing. And those are all trash things. And um, I, um, I was sad that he died. Because he was so young. He was like 20. He was a baby. And mm -hmm. he died. He was shot and killed. Um, over a Louis bag and like what fifty dollars in cash is all he yeah, had or something that's, like that. That's what the part that was like fifty dollars. Like they robbed him. I think they robbed him thinking that he had more than that. Mm -hmm. So I think the person who did it, they knew exactly who he was and they robbed him because of that. But what to get off of that? Not even at him. It's more like the situation that people recorded this man in the car, either dead or dying. And I'm like, and I'm wondering, did anybody call nine one one? Like, did anybody? Or did was your did first thought? But let me record this. So I can post it for clicks and likes. Right. Like that just was bothering me the most was that. 
and I haven't clicked on that video. I haven't watched that video, and I'm not gonna watch that video because I, I don't uh, looked at it either. Because uh, I don't like to see stuff like that. I don't. I do not like to see stuff like that. But that's so crazy. Can you? That's to me. That's so crazy that we live in a time where life doesn't even matter. Life is less than likes. Like you literally watched this man recorded this man dying, dying in the car. Either he was. I mean. I mean, because you wanted to have the exclusive, you wanted to have the lights. Like that shit is fucking crazy. Like that's literally what this young generation they thrive off social media attention. Like what the fuck? Like that's all your life is. I, it. I mean, and they. I don't know if it's just parenting. I don't know what it is. Like I don't know. Maybe some of these kids' parents are pastors. I don't know. But they need to do better. Because I don't know what the hell is because toys are rest clothes too. <laughs> <laughs> Like these kids ain't even playing with toys. They not. So like, it's but you know it's crazy because I didn't look at a video and I'm not gonna click on that video because I mean it just does something to my spirit and I don't like for things to move me in my spirit unless I want them to and I'm not that negative stuff. I don't want to see that. But it just bothered me that they did that. And then what else bothered me was the fact that that dude DC Young Fly his page got hacked and they were and whoever it was was posting all these pictures of Triple X in that car. With different things on top of him, like they have him in the car, and then they have like video, like images on, like imposed onto the picture of him in the car with somebody shooting at him with a gun, and like it's just trash. And my thing was like, you know what? Even if you don't agree with him, you didn't like his music, or you felt like he deserved to be in jail for some of the things that he's been accused of, that's still somebody's son. That's still somebody. I think he got some girl pregnant before he passed away. Still, that's somebody's dad now. I was I'm just like, like, yeah, he got a, a baby on the way now. Things, things live forever on the internet. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now, what if his mom was scrolling through and she's seeing some of these terrible things that you said about her son? And it's just like, I don't know. We need help. You, it's like I always picture the people who troll like that, who troll like that on the internet and do shit like that, are just like. The equivalent to when we were in, when we were kids and people who didn't come outside and play. I like, didn't come outside and play. What you trying to say? I'm not a troll. <laughs> I troll people I know. Like they said, you know, you know those kids who just sat in the house mm -hmm. and the only thing they did was play video games and eat snacks. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, I just feel like those people had kids and now those kids figured out a way to hack the internet and so now all they do is sit at home and just do shit on the internet. Like that's my picture of it. Like. They have no fucking life. They don't even know what outside looks like, what the weather is, what a job is. They just literally sit in the house and do shit like that. I had, um, um, at my, at my job, I had a, a person tell me that they had somebody working there and he quit because he said he needed to work on his YouTube presence. And so they was like, well, how many, um, how many people subscribe to your channel or whatever? And he was like, oh, um, like 20 or some, some like that. So I was like, you quit your job to have a YouTube presence. How is that going for you? Like, you know what's crazy? Like, it's like, I understand, like, you know, if this is something that you're passionate about and you want to focus on that, right? right? However, <laughs> you also have to have money to fund that dream, like. You gotta work. Right. Even Kid Fury. Right. Who quit his job to do this full time. He still had a huge presence before right. he quit before his he job. Did it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I can understand, like, you wanted to do that when you have the 
presence to right. do it. But you don't even have the presence. Like you just like, oh no, I'm gonna just work on work on this. It's like okay, how you gonna live? That doesn't matter because you need Wi Fi. Maybe he live at home <laughs> you with need his mama. Lights. Chad, don't they all? I don't know, but I'm just like these babies is lost. But so I, it's I don't know. it's crazy because I, me and D was talking. It's just like at the same time that I that I feel like this generation is lost, I also feel like they are the ones who see things clearly. Do they though? I, you can't see that clearly if you trolling well, us. That, like the social media things, like I, I hate. It's like they they just so motivated by freaking social media that I hate that. But then at the same the time, that everything, the openness that we were not allowed to have, they get to have. And so I envy them in that retrospect that they really get to be themselves and say, "Fuck what everybody else think." But then it's like, like I think every, every generation has something that holds them back. But I reference that because when um, I was watching the Red Tape Talk with EJ, and they were just talking about being like so open. Mm-hmm. And like one of the things that he said is, um, is that it doesn't matter uh, what it is. Like if I like it, I'm going to wear it. And it's just like we were raised with labels and titles and things like that, that that's not how we, we operate. So that's like how our my, my, our mind is not program but you know what's crazy is that you say that we are programmed and we are we are programmed for that pink for girl blue for boy yeah. and anything that kind of steps outside those, those that gender norm for us it kind of makes us feel for like for a long time i was uncomfortable with ej because mm-hmm. i didn't know because i couldn't label him it's like i didn't know is he transitioning is he trans is he what is he right so the one thing that i did get from that was that he was gay but he didn't come out as trans right so maybe i kind of felt like you know, and a, and a lot of kids are really kind of like on this whole gender thing and not being com- like, com- like, like held down to gender norms. And like, yeah. I don't want to be, they're like, you know, what is it? Non-gender, binary, non-conforming. It's like all these t- titles and labels and stuff that I don't know anything about because that's not what and I honestly I think grew that up we on. put, and that's the thing, I don't think that they put the labels on themselves. I believe that society put the labels on them so they can be able to understand them or group them together. In, mm-hmm. Yeah, and because and cause we are so hung up on labels, like what are you and titles and all that stuff like that, and they are not. And so it's like Nan said, people feel what they can understand, they hate what they can't conquer. So we put them in groups and labels so we would be able to identify with them. But like he said, I am who I am. What I want to put on, I'm going to put on how I feel that day is how I feel so and Willow is the same way right so that's why I'm like I just admire their 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 openness mm-hmm. to just be what and how the accepting they are of everybody that's around them because I remember um at my at my <coughs> old store it was like um this dude who was gay and um the other boys that weren't gay but they were all young or whatever but they still were cool with each other. And you know, back in my day, back in you when right. I was raising, if, if this boy was gay, the other dudes didn't fuck with him. Because they didn't want everybody else to think that they were gay. And exactly. But these dudes, they were just like, I mean, so whatever, he gay, that's on him. Like, he cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, and even like when, um, when one of them, he didn't work every day. So he would come pick um, everybody else up from work. And they would hang out. And like, literally be like, oh, you ain't got a wall. Oh, we'll take you home. Da, da 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 Like treating him the same. So it was just like, I think this generation is kind of on to something. They might be on to something. But you know what? They, they are on to something. And I feel like it's going to take their kids. I, honestly, racism is not going to be around forever. 
right? I think so. I don't. I think I think eventually it's gonna we be like it. we've been in it for a long time. We've been time, in it for a long time, and I may not see the end of it, but I really feel like we're gonna get to a place where racism it's not even gonna be an issue, especially with so many white people and black people coming together and making. Because there's a lot of mixed babies, and, and, yeah, and it's they just are. and I mean, Ooh. and if you read like statistics and the articles and stuff, and in the next fifty years or so, everybody gonna look mixed. Because, Can you I mean, imagine? I mean, you know, I, I just can't see that. You can't. I, the reason why I say, I, well, always, I guess it's like our kids. You know what I'm saying? We got, we got to die off. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's crazy. I look at Caleb, right? And Caleb, I can tell at a young age, and it may change when he get older, but Caleb loves women. Mm-hmm. Women. It don't, he don't, it don't gravitate matter. to a certain color. He don't gravitate towards dark-skinned women or brown-skinned women. We went to Ruby Tuesday earlier this week. And he was flirting with the waitress. And she was a dark-skinned, natural girl. Like, she had big hair and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And he was eating it up. And she was just like, so you gonna draw me a picture? You gonna draw me a picture? He was like, yeah, I'm gonna draw you a picture. So he's in there and getting excited. So when he draw his picture, he trying to show it to her as she's walking by. He's like, I draw, I drew you a picture. And, like, he was, like, into oh, it. Wow. So I don't... The, you're, I think these kids... And I'm hoping that I'm not putting anything on him. Like, I'm, I'm coming to... The older I get, the older Caleb gets, I'm getting to the conclusion that there's no way that I can form him into the child that I want him to be. Right. I he I hope that I can assist him into becoming who he is supposed to be and not because of who me and his dad want him to be. Right. Now he gonna have to listen. Oh, he, he gonna have to listen. He gotta listen. And he gotta he gotta he gotta abide by our rules. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping that we can get to a point. Where he can just kind of be who he is. Like, I've really let him explore his mouth a lot. Which I maybe, my mama wouldn't have done that. My daddy wouldn't have done that. But it's important for me. Explore his mouth a lot in what way? Like, he talks a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you don't shut it down. I don't shut it down. So he'll okay. be like, so like, for example, he'll be like, Mommy, where you going? My daddy or my mama be like, don't worry about where don't I'm going. Don't worry about where I'm going. And I do that sometimes. But he's not asking because he's trying to control me. He's asking because he's curious about where I'm going. He's three. Like, he can't control me. So, it's like, he right. just wants to know. Yeah. Like, when I'm leaving the house, Mommy, where you going? Can I go with you? Like, that type of thing. He's That's where he's at. So, I'm really trying to kind of let all that yeah. go. And that, let Caleb I think that be who would, he's going to be. That would be tough for me, too. Because, like you said, when we were kids, we weren't allowed to ask our parents things. And I, I, I always wonder if that puts some kind of hindrance on us. Like, yeah. For for an example like this, it was this guy on on my Facebook. I know him from back home who said that his daughter, they were going to the Great Wolf Lodge, and he mm-hmm. had to find his daughter a bathing suit. And he was like, basically told her no to everything. Like he was like, no, I'm not ready for this stage. No, like no to this bathing suit. No to this bathing suit. No. To this. And he ended up making her wear shorts. And then in my mind, I was thinking he's being an overprotective dad. But, but how does this translate to this young girl who just wants to wear a bathing suit and her dad keeps telling her no to every bathing suit? Do I, I just wanted to know, like, is is his response creating a self-doubt in her mind about who she is? Because it's like, oh, my, my dad isn't accepting me. For who but I it's am. Right. But is he communicating that to her? his feelings? Why he's making right. her right. He might be. And but I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was wondering. Is like I hope he's telling her why he's feeling this type of way, so she doesn't feel shame about anything. I, you know what? I feel kind of iffy when I see little girls in two pieces. Yeah. 
from 
And like, I don't like to tell my mama things now. Yeah. If it can be avoided, I tell her if I need to tell her. Like, hey, I'm going to have surgery. Like, stuff yeah. like that. But like, I don't know. Sometimes I tell her stuff about Caleb and when we're talking, I share some things. But I don't feel comfortable like letting it all hang out. Mm-hmm. Like some people have. And I hope that Caleb feels comfortable with me later mm-hmm. on that yeah. he can let it all hang out. Because I don't want there to be... I can't tell mom anything. She's this and she's that. She doesn't understand. Like I don't want it to be any of that. But I feel like we could avoid it. Like but par- parents, they try to tell us stuff, but they weren't trying. They weren't talking to us. They were talking at us. Right. And that's and that's why a lot of stuff we did anyway. It's because you you just told me you just told me this is how it is and this is how it's gonna be. And that's it. And I wasn't free to ask questions. I wasn't free to have an opinion about it or anything. So. As a result, I just went out and did it and figured it out. But if you create an open dialogue, instead of you telling me don't have sex, we actually can sit down and talk about sex. Right. And and that's the difference. Like, and parents, parents back then, like, they were so, well, I know, mom was, they were so scared to talk about it. But it's just like, you, you not talking about it doesn't keep me from having sex. Right. I'm just going to go out here and explore it now because you won't talk about it. Right. So, the only way I'm going to figure it out is if I go do it. But, I don't, you're right. I don't know how we got there. Oh, we're talking I, about Triple X and um, how them kids were trolling the hell out of his death and being extra on social media and stuff. Hopefully, I can talk to my son and raise him so he's not trolling the celebrities on the internet. Yeah, but RP to Triple X, um, apparently they caught the guy. And then, you know, people were like, how they catch him, but they didn't catch Biggie and Tupac oh, yeah, Killer. So I'm like, y'all, get... This is a win. <laughs> and this and look and this is Miami. That was LA. And even then if LA solved a murder, like you can't But another had, rapper had died too that same day. But I don't I didn't know. He, who was, he was from somebody like from Pittsburgh or something. I don't know who he was either, but I'm sure R.I.P. to him too. And R.I.P. to um Joe Jackson. <sighs> oh Joe. Oh Joe. Mm, and you Michael know what I hate? Wallet? It's people talk shit about Joe Jackson for so many years, and now they like, oh, he the best, da 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 da, and this. Even kids talk about him. I'm like, y'all. I'm like, but I thought y'all hated Joe. <laughs> you a lie. You a cheat. Well, I won't you. I don't want you. I don't want you. I always remember that scene. I haven't seen that movie yet. Hang up and call back. American Dream. Oh my god, that's the longest movie ever in life. Do you hear me? But I watch it. I remember when it first came on TV. Wasn't it like three days long or something like that? Like that shit was we three night special. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That movie was that movie was a shit. But I will say this was that y'all can say whatever the hell you want to say. But two of the biggest pop stars ever, Janet Jackson and Michael Jackson. Came from his loins. His loins produced mm. these two. And for that, I say we give three claps to Joe. Not three. That's it. Because he was trash too. Trash. So borderline abusive. But I mean, look at what he produced though. I mean, do the methods. I mean. Outweigh the. But then they got. It's just like Beyonce daddy. He produced her. And damn Solange, but they all grew up and didn't fuck with him. 
But, but see, this is the thing, though. But even though Beyonce don't really be fucking with her dad like that, she does always give him props for instilling in her the work ethic. Because she talks about, I don't even know. There was an Ivy Park commercial when Ivy Park first came out, and she was talking over the people. It was mm -hmm. like a voiceover. And she was talking about running in a park, her yeah. dad making her sing. And run. And yeah. run. And how, you know. And that's why she's one of the only people that still sing live. And, and perform and pull out and still be singing and sound vocally good like she I remember when Kelly did motivation at the BET Awards and everybody thought she was lip singing and uh -huh. it was like oh no she really was singing cause I would and, but I'm just saying I'm like if if Beyonce daddy gave her that training he gave all of them right, that training right don't you think they had that training too Latoya Luckett Latavia <laughs> like, they all had that training all of them was running and singing okay? right so I was just like y'all don't do that and then this is how I know that might, you know, that Matthew had them running laps. At Coachella, mm -hmm. when Michelle and Kelly got on stage and they were harmonizing, mm -hmm. I was like, damn, they sounded so good. Mm -hmm. They were probably running and harmonizing, real talk. <laughs> they sounded so good. So it's just like, even, even though he did some grimy stuff to their mom, they still give him credit. They still give him credit for it. Still still, I, and hell, even Solange had him on the album. And this, and I was about to say, this is like so off topic, but it's just, it just seems like, I don't know how true it is. It just seems like they don't fuck with him. They don't. Because of, because of that though. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not about to be like, I'm not about to be like, um, no, I can't fuck with you because you cheated on my mama. Like, still my mom. You still my dad. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's between y'all. That's like, y'all business. I say things, I'm just be like, you know what? My daddy hasn't always been the best. But you can't say that because that's my daddy. Right. I can say that. You can't. About him. Like his, that's what I'm saying. His, whatever he did to his mom has nothing to do with you. Right. Has, it has nothing to do with the love that he has for you or the love that you should have for him. Like, that just... And I just feel like Tina, and which I don't know. I'm just assuming. Why hasn't she been vocal to tell them, like, you know, what happened between me and your dad? That's, that's our business. But that's why I said I don't know. She could have. And they still probably could be like, nah, fuck that mama. But I mean, it's right. But it's still just kind of like, even like, like, but I still would prefer to go hang out with my mama than prefer to be hanging out with my daddy. Like, my daddy is my daddy and I treat him good because he's my dad. But if I had to pick, I'm going with my mama. And they mm -hmm. just picked the side and they went, which is understandable. He was the one that did something wrong. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I don't, but to me, I just can't pick it. Like, I feel like my daddy did fucked up shit to my mama. Mm -hmm. Um but I don't choose it. I just feel like you was a grown ass lady. Like at some point you was supposed to do what you had to do. And at some point she did. Mm -hmm. But and and that's all that that matters to me. Like I honestly he never treated me any kind of way for me to be like, "Oh, I don't fuck with you because this is a third." But I honestly felt like my mom treated me some type of way. So it's like, I probably, if I had a choice, I would have went with my daddy. Dang, really? Yeah. So, but that's my, I feel like I said, we don't talk about things. Or when I try to, to, to say those type of things to her, she says that they're lies. But I try to relate to her. You can't tell me how I feel is a lie. You can't tell, you can't tell a person their feelings. And until she can understand that, we can't have a conversation. All right. So, I don't know. That, that I just believe what's, what's between parents is between parents. 
parents shouldn't put children in it, and children shouldn't be a part of it. Right. Because, like, like I said, like, that's your parent. He loved you regardless. So, what he did to your mom, like, he did it to your mom. He didn't do it to Beyonce. He didn't do it to Solange. Yeah, y'all may feel betrayed because they was together for so long. Mm-hmm. But it's like, at one point in time, do you be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you and Jay would have broke up off him cheating, would you not want Blue Eye with DCJ? That adds a whole nother layer to it because I forgot. I forgot. I forgot that. I didn't forget that, but she did. She stayed with Jay-Z for a long time for cheating. Yeah. Mm. So I wonder. That's cr- Oh, gosh. See how you used to be making me think of things? <laughs> I didn't even put those two and two together. Like, you, but you decided to stay with your husband, but still treating your daddy like that. So right. I, I wonder, though. Maybe there's something else going on that we don't know anything and about. And that's what I'm about to say. Maybe that, or maybe they do, They are in contact with and we, we don't know. I mean, but I, but I remember, like, for her birthday, he went on the internet to tell her happy birthday. And, like, apologized and stuff like that. So well, maybe because like, he felt like he embarrassed them publicly that maybe he should try yeah. to get back with them publicly. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe reach out to... I don't know. Well, I mean, he probably could have texted. He probably did call her yeah. and wish her a happy birthday. And then, I, I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, we don't. We don't know for real. So, it's just, we're really just speaking from, like, the outside looking in, but we really don't. Like, he could be at dinners and all. Like, we don't We know. really don't know. <laughs> we won't know that he be at dinner. Well, I mean, we have seen some videos mm-hmm. of him hanging out with Blue Ivy. I haven't seen any videos you seen of him. Videos? Uh-uh. There's, like, I don't know if it's, like, a, on a, on, when they had On the Run the first one, or, because you know what Beyonce will do. She be all private. But she be filming all this footage and stuff, mm-hmm. and then she'll play it in like a documentary or like a, a, um, at a concert or something. I can't remember where it was, but there was a him, you know, they were he was hanging out with Blue Ivy. I mean, oh, he, that's what's up. you know, so they may not be as close. He may not be able to go on a trip to the south of France with them on vacation, but he knows. I'm sure Blue Ivy knows that as Grandpa Matthew. I want to know when are they gonna um, start embracing this little sister though? Never. Could they have it? Or they got a brother. They got a brother, a little yeah. brother too. Mm-hmm. Shut up! They came out around the same time. They might be around the same age. Hell, I don't know. Because the the girl, the baby mama of the of the son was coming out saying that Matthew wasn't giving her any money. She was homeless. She was this and she was that. And yeah. Dear God, this puts a whole little spin on things, huh? So I mean, that's why I said that we just don't know. Right. That's why I'm about. Oh, two. Two. Not one. But two. Trash. Oh, he's trash. Trash. But he still still don't have to be in the dad. But no, he don't, but he's still trash. He's though. trash. And if he was really doing that, but see, that just opened up a whole nother thing. I, if I, I don't want to say, like, if I was them, I wouldn't reach out to the kids either because the kids don't have anything to do with it. But with that state right there that the mom, like, oh, she homeless and he not giving her no money. Um, yeah, that's fucked up. He should be taking care of his child. But what are you doing? Oh, that's a good segue. <laughs> oh, it's into <laughs> Jesse Williams. <sighs> yes. Let me tell y'all something about Jesse Williams with his fine self. I love me some Jesse Williams. And even though he does make um, over $500,000 an episode with Grey's Anatomy, I do not feel like he has to give his ex-wife $100,000 a, a month. month for spousal support and child support. Oh, also the increase was to set up their college funds. Did he agree? And you said he won. She won, right? She won. He fought it, but she won. Let me see if I can find some stuff on that. But um, she. What college they going to? Who? Right. 
I mean, I know that inflation is going to make it, but they don't need over $4 million to go to school. Like, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't... What the hell? I, girl, I don't, I don't know, but that's and what she, she want, and she can work. That's what I'm saying. So, what do she do? What is actually her her job description? Does she have a job? I don't think so. I mean, because I don't want to say that she don't have no job and she got a whole entire job. I just really think that she is on this stick it to him. I'm just going to stick it to him type of thing because, first of all, your kids don't need an increase. Because she was already getting, what, 75000 She was getting, like, 50000 So, you need an extra 50000 to set up college fund? Mm-hmm. What college? Like, what college do you plan to send them to that you need that much of an increase for their college fund? Oh, my God. Like, some college, 25000 28000 was my college when I, my college loans when I graduated. So... And I know there are colleges out there that, that cost more. And then now they start, they're making it. I mean, what if they decide to go in state? Like, hell, Fayetteville State or is it Elizabeth City is making it super cheap to go to school. $500 if oh, you were like. Yeah, $500 if you are in state and like 800 or something. If you out like. I mean, they're making it super duper cheap for you to go. So it's or just like. all the states that's, come, that's doing like free. Was it, what is it, New York? Yeah, free I think it's free community college. You do that. So I'm just like, girl, show me the receipts. If you send them college funds, they need to make it where you they have proof that you are putting this money into college funds. And then you send up college funds. How you know the kids want to go to college? Like, because we're going into that era where motherfuckers is realizing that they don't need a degree to do what they want to do. So how are, like, she's doing the absolute most. Like, she is pissing me off. And what I really think is because um, they're showing pictures of his new girlfriend. Is that why she's bothered now, by it? No, not bothered by it, but to me, the women now that he's dating mm-hmm. look di- more so much differently than she than she does. So it's like now it's like, are you mad because he, he's opting for a different type of woman? Or like like what is it really? Because I mean, I know that, you know, everybody was kinda like perturbed that, you know, him and his wife broke up and then he started dating that white woman and then But he said they weren't dating. They were working together on that video game that he's on. Oh, I don't know. I don't know nothing about it. There's a, I know there's a video game that he was working on, and she was working on it too, and they were together a lot because of the video game. Mm-hmm. So they, I know that they said that they were coming out, mm-hmm. you know, and people were giving him a hard time because they were saying, oh, he left his white, his black wife for a white woman. I'm just like, first yeah, and, of all, then, and the way he was like talking about black women. Mm-hmm. But first, I was like, well, first of all, his mother is white, right. And that that don't surprise like I don't Same know why that surprises but even, people right but even because they don't they don't know because how mm-hmm. can somebody who is who is so woke and so pro black and all this and that have a white mama I mean right it happens all the time but he talked about his parents tell his parents at the BET Awards and he talked about how they were activists first how they mm-hmm. did this how he was raised up in this mm-hmm. and um I'm like it's not surprising to me if he were to date a white girl but he wasn't dating a white girl at the time and the girls that he's been linked to they've all been black yeah so, so I don't this girl he's supposed to be dating now like she's black and I just I don't know I just feel like she feels some type of way but I really want women to get over that type of pain like move on like let him pay for his kids you go live your life and move on like he'll get another man like if that's really what you want but the thing the crazy thing about me thing about it is i don't know what makes women think punishing punishing him will make him want to come back Mm -hmm. and if he did come back 
He will only come back because he don't want to pay you no more. It's not going to make the relationship better. Like, what do they get this this idea that if he leaves, I'm going to punish him until he want to come back? Right. Like, that doesn't work. Like, what woman has that worked for? None. Like, you just create... He just... The man just starts to hate you. And even if he's making 500000 an episode, he is making 500000 an episode. And this is what's crazy to me, is that before we knew who Jesse Williams was, like, he was acting or whatever, trying to do his thing. He was a teacher. And she was the one that was making the most money. She mm-hmm. was, like... She has, like, a college degree from Bernard, which is, like... A really sadiddy all girls school in New York, and like you gotta be like the best, like mm-hmm. academically, you gotta be the best of the best to go to this school. And she went there, and I think she did some stuff in like real estate and some other things. Like, so she ain't no slouch, so I don't really know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, she probably could have a job, and we don't know it. But I just don't understand why she's so adamant about sticking it to him, right? But is she does she but does she feel like She's sticking it to him. That's the thing. Dude, so it's a private college in New York. So what? I just, because I just really want to think, like, what's her thought process when she be sitting at home? And she's like, hmm. Well, I should get the kids a, a college fund. Let me call the lawyers and get more money. Like, what, what is, like, how do you come up with that? Like, how are you justifying, like, legitly justifying this? And when you talk to the lawyer, like, your lawyers don't say, like, you ain't got enough. So this is what, so basically, this is in April, and I think she's gotten more, but she was, she wants to be reimbursed in the amount of $26,884.50 for Williams, um, for one half share of the children's schooling and activities and the nanny cost incurred during his custodial time, um, of which she's paid 100% of when they're with him, Mm -hmm. and she wants that back, and, um, they they do have joint physical custody of their kids, and he agreed to pay her fifty thousand dollars, but she says that her expenses are like seventy three thousand with the kids and all the other good stuff. But they gave her this was in April, but they have recently she's getting over a hundred thousand dollars a month in child support, spousal support, all that good stuff. And I'm just like, whoo, Lord, I need a rich man. Bitch, I mean, just just seals it right there. Like I could literally. Not have to work. You just get a rich man. Have a baby or two. That's what some women do though. Right. They purposely seek out men with money. Celebrities. But I need that. to. I need. Can one of y'all email the show and tell me exactly where y'all go? Blackgirlpovpod at gmail.com. <laughs> where, where is the rich men located? Because I need to know. I just really need to know because somebody, somebody put me on to game. Because I need to find him so I can stop banging my head against the wall. That's all I'm saying. Good luck with that. But I mean, but if you got all that, would you be happy? I don't know. I say all the time. Like, I do, I know money makes a lot of things a lot better. However, do I want to be in a situation where I can't, you know, like. Well, we need the money to find out. I feel like this. Niggas with money always saying how money don't make you happy. Well, shit, I just want to find out. <laughs> let me get some and let me be the judge ah! if, it, <laughs> if it makes you happy or not <laughs> big ups to them hopefully they can figure it out mm-hmm. and we don't know the situation so maybe there's a reason as to why she's not working maybe she's disabled or maybe she don't want to cause she don't have to she don't have to but uh, <laughs> that, that shrug in unison <laughs> I mean if y'all can see the shrug I mean <sighs> but, uh-huh. 
Moving on. Moving honey. on swiftly and professionally. Okay, so Monique has outed Tyler in a phone conversation. Um, he says that he will give, he will look up how much money he's getting in royalties for Precious and he will give it to Monique because he doesn't like how she was being treated and he wanted to call and make sure, I guess basically that she was okay and that he wasn't a part of that um, mistreatment. Um, one profound thing she told him was, I'm talking to the billionaire Tyler Perry and I want to talk to Medea because Medea understands. See, this is the thing. If like, I could take this whole thing seriously if she took it seriously. She couldn't have taken it seriously because she said that she want to talk to Medea. Like what? Like I really, it sounds like Tyler Perry was trying to be genuine. He, he was. You know what I'm saying? And he was trying to appeal to her and because she not with the shit, she was just like, I want to talk to Medea because Medea is real. I'm like, what? what, 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 what? I want to know. know. Why he didn't, he, like he said he was going to pay her the royalties. I'm going to know why he didn't. Like, who did he call after that conversation? And they was like, hell no, don't pay her shit. Because I think that's what happened. It's just like, on on the call, he was being genuine. genuine like, you know, I'm going to look up what are the royalties for pre, uh, Precious, and I'll write you the check for it. And when he got off that call, he probably called somebody or told somebody who was going to do it. And they probably told him, like, you're not obligated to do that or whatever, whatever. So he didn't do it, not knowing that, she had recorded the conversation and was going to put it out, letting everybody know, oh, you promised me that money. I don't know. This is, I feel so conflicted with this whole Monique situation. On one hand, it's just like, yo, yes, sis, stand up for yourself. Let them know. But then on the other hand, it's just like, but you're not going about it the right way. Right. As almost, I can't, I'm not trying to control what she's trying to say or trying to control the way she's trying to put it out. But it just seems like to me she's not playing the game right. Like, I feel like she would get a lot further if she would just play the game. But play it in a way that she feel like it's true to who she is. She is playing in a way she feel like it's true to well, she not that, 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 may, that may be the issue. It's just like, she is still, she's still on this, like, I'm going to be Monique. I'm going to be outspoken. And however I got to get this across, that's how I'm going to do it. But the thing I hate about, like, when people say, play the game, I don't want to play the game. Don't, I don't want, I don't want, like, I do this in my job because um, um, my manager be like, oh, you, you don't, um, the problem with y'all is y'all don't play the game. And I tell him, I said, I don't want to play the game. I don't want this, so I'm going to play this game. Like, this not what I want. So you sitting up here asking me to do things that I'm not interested in doing, so I'm not going to do it. Forget your game. And that may be what she, she may be like, I'm just going to tell her how it is or how I feel. And I don't want to be politically correct about it. Then don't. And that's the thing. That's why I'm just like, yo, good thing. Like, and when this whole thing with Monique came out, I'm not going to say I didn't believe her. Because I did believe her. I believe everything she said. Do I believe that she was lowballed with Netflix? I do. And I said that then that I felt like she was lowballed. Do I feel like she feels she should get the millions of dollars that she thinks that she is owed? Not at all. Because you have to see it from like, it's a business. Netflix doesn't think they're going to be able to get the return on the money that they're putting into you. So therefore, they're not going to do that. Right. I mean, Amy Especially Schumer's not with funny. 13. Was she, what was she asking for? Like, what, 13 million? Was she, Girl. 25 million? And Monique, I like you. And she I would watch. I would watch, too. But that's a lot. But also, at the same time, it's just like, we, Amy Schumer, not funny. But Amy Schumer is popular. And Amy Schumer has been doing stuff in the last couple of years. So folks are going to tune in to see Amy Schumer. Right. People who think Amy Schumer is funny. So they're going to do that. So I can understand why Netflix gave her that. 
Also, but you got they they have to be able to get a return on their investment, and they don't feel like you were worth the investment. And, and they tried to lowball Amy Schumer at first too, and she wanted to get more. And they um, and I'm just like, how you feel like? But she created a whole movement, like the the white feminist or whatever had rallied behind her. That's how she got more money. So I guess Monique felt like she did it, like I could do it too to get more money, but it it didn't work out that way. And then she wanted people to rally around and what. Now that I'm thinking about it, was it kind of trash how black folks did her? They didn't want to rally behind her yeah, and quit Netflix trash. and that stuff. You know, but, but... she was asking for something big. Like, Netflix is big in the black community, honey. People don't even got cable. They just got internet for Netflix. Like, so you asking people that was big. But I think, like, one thing I think that's going to come out of this, if she play it right, all, everything that she's going through for this, all she's doing is creating the perfect stand-up. Like, one day, she's going to get to make money off this. She can make this funny. She, but then on top of that, she, but she still could have, she could have, even with the stand-up, she can still do that now. If people aren't going to pay you to do it, then take a risk on yourself and put it out there yourself. Right. But I don't know why doesn't she want to do that. That's the thing. I'm just like, you got, if you got the money, if, the, you know what I'm saying, if you want a platform to do all that, then do it yourself. Right. You know? This, and that's kind of what Tyler Perry was alluding to her, like... Um, that she could do it, da 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 da. But I feel like if Tyler Perry really wanted to put her back on, why don't he give her the movie? This is okay. This is my thing. How do we know he didn't offer her a movie? We don't. How do we know that he didn't offer her that something coming up in this this new movie that he got coming out? It looked kind of funny, and I'm going to go see because what? I like the Goldberg. Some oh, movie with Tiffany is that Hatch. him? This yeah, that's his movie. That's some movie with Tiffany Hatch coming out of jail. You know, I don't do Tyler Perry movies. Cause sometimes they're a little wack. Sometimes. Most of the time they're wack. And so I, I just want that movie you're talking about. I would go see it because of Tiffany Haddish and Amber and Tika Sumper, yeah, and Sumter and Amber Riley and Whoopi Goldberg. Who so, I love. but it's just like even though she problematic as hell. <laughs> so it's just like any other Tyler Perry movie. I'm like, okay, whatever, because they're all the same to me. All his movies are the same to me, and it's just like just now recently, I felt like he tried to step out the box and like deliver something else, but it's still your movie. And so what's so funny is that Crystal has a good point. She had a really good point. That Tyler Perry has all of this money. All of this money. You really can't reach out to other writers to write your shit. <laughs> to, to that could be no. better than what you have. Like, I don't know. Like, I still, I don't, I'll still go watch it. I think I might go see it when it come out. Because I think it's funny. I know. Um, that, that's what I'm saying. I would go see that one. But that's just because who we got in it. Right. I wanted to go see Acrimony and I didn't get a chance to get around to seeing it. But I mean, for what I understand, I heard it was terrible. It wasn't good, so I don't know. And so I'm not gonna waste my money on that. Maybe it'll come on Netflix, right? So, right, it'll probably be on Netflix <laughs> anyway. But I don't. I, I, this is my thing. I love Monique, and I like kudos to her for stepping out there, right? Mm. However, you can't you can't get mad at the reputation. That is going before you because this is what you have put out there, and it has. I don't think it has anything to do with being difficult, but you know that you're outspoken and they don't like that. So that's what's gonna happen. But see, I feel like in Hollywood, and this is like that's me why and somebody gonna... got into a real debate about this. In Hollywood, <clears throat> I feel like you have to be a certain. You have to be a certain type of way. Everybody, everybody in Hollywood, they care, they care themselves a certain type of way. They present their self in certain, in a certain type of way. And if you don't want to conform to this, then we don't want to deal with you. And I feel like that's what, yes, is Monique and I put in quotations problematic for them. Yeah, 
she is but it's just her being her and in a sort of kind of way i feel like a hypocrite because i'm the one who said that tiffany haddish in order to to keep succeeding in Hollywood that she needed to shut her mouth more mm -hmm. and at the same time I'm saying if Monique wants to be outspoken then she can be outspoken so you know what I have to take that back if Sydney want to be outspoken she can be outspoken because I really feel like like Monique is being outspoken about things that matter mm -hmm. or that matters to her and she refuses to let them shut her up about it and it's like as black women like we I, I understand it because I go through it Every day of when I can't talk how I want to talk because somebody will get offended and say that I'm a problem. And I literally just had to talk yesterday um, about this, about how somebody took what I said the wrong way. And I had to re I had to say it again and break it down to them to make them understand that I wasn't trying to offend them. Like, I literally was trying to help you. And you took my help and you twisted it into what you wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's easy if you're, like, over here by yourself trying to make a cause and everybody else over here. So, every the majority is saying you're problematic. Even though you're just trying, you're standing up for somebody or you standing, or, or you standing up for yourself. If the majority say you're problematic, then you're problematic. But see, this is the thing, though. Like, I love Colin Kaepernick. I love him. I love what he's standing for, right? And a consequence of what's going on with him is he's not being able to play. Because the powers that be, the NFL, don't like the fact that he's taking a knee. Right. For us, right? It's a consequence. Oh, and he knew this going into mm -hmm. it, which is why he kind of just like, well, it is what it is. I'm, I'm going to own this. If this is the cross that I have to bear, then I'm going to bear this cross for my people. That's, and it is what it is. And he's going through with that, right? But to me, it just kind of seemed like Monique still wants to play. The she still wants to be included at the birthday party. Right. She still wants to be invited to the birthday party. She even though she has been like, fuck the birthday party. I don't want to go to right. the birthday party. The people at the birthday party is wet. But she still wants to be included, invited, invited yeah. to the birthday party. Even though she said that she's been blackballed, she's been this and she's been that. Because she decided that she wanted to speak her mind or whatever. It's just like, you knew the industry that you were in. This is a consequence of what happens. So this is the thing. Angela Bassett is a goddess. Okay? Yes. She is a vampire. I love her. Like, legit love her. Like, I think she is one of the best. Her, Viola, they are the shit to me. Like, if I had to pick a favorite actress, it would be one of those two. Yeah. Like, they are it for me. Right? Don't you think that Angela and Viola have both had issues with people trying to walk over them? Mm -hmm. Don't you think that they've had issues with people Viola that they... spoke about it. Right. Had people that they worked with that they didn't rock with. Mm -hmm. Like... They've said these things and yet they, I mean, and, and they've experienced these things and yet they are still working. And they've come out about it and they said it like I feel like in the right way. Viola comes out all the time how she feel like she has been on plenty of meetings to studios where they have told her that she is the black Meryl Streep. And she has been like, then why don't you pay me right, like I am? Why don't you pay me like I am? You know what I'm saying? And it's a discussion. It, it's like a bigger thing. But I don't know. Like, I don't know why. Monique, even though Monique is being outspoken about her situation, to me it's just like you can't be like, man, fuck the industry. I don't want to do this. They blackballing me. They this and they that. But you still want to come to the party. You can't have it both ways. Right. Either you're going to be who you are, be outspoken and do this and be that and, we, and be done or play the game to be where you want to be clearly. Exactly. Because you can't, you can't say that you all these things and upset that you're being blackballed. But yet, you know that they think that you're... Do you hear what I'm saying?
saying yeah, is, like you can't you can't have it both ways. Either you don't want to be industry or you do. If you do want to be industry, I feel like there's a way that you can tell your story, be vocal about it, and still be able to put, come come to the birthday party. Right. Does that make sense? Exactly. So I get what you're saying because it's like. If you if you are gonna be outspoken the way you are, don't expect to be invited. Don't expect to, to be invited. To this. If you're gonna be how you are, then she, like like everybody's saying, she need to create her own platform. Because when you create your own, you can say whatever you, you can want. say whatever you want to, and make them want to come to you. be with you. And and those people who are in that group who like, I want to be outspoken too. Okay, let me go fuck with Monique and fuck them. Like I told, I totally agree with that. Like you can be, you can be quote-unquote problematic or just outspoken and be you but know what comes with being that right like, like you said like happening he took that risk he knew what was going to happen so you got to know that if i'm gonna if i'm gonna out everybody for what they say if i'm gonna say how i feel whenever i want to then i know i need to have a monique studios there you because go because tyler perry and oprah studios ain't fucking with me well hell tyler tyler is like i think tyler would have fucked with her had she not released this yeah. footage for them you know what i'm saying like and Tyler, and Tyler has created his own lane. He has a studio. studio. Um, but I'm not talking about... He has... I still can't believe he did that off Medea. Off Medea. He bought a military base and turned it into a studio. I'm talking about if you want it to be raining, you can go to Tyler Sperry Studios. <laughs> Summer Black Panther was recorded mm -hmm. at his studio. Mm -hmm. Like, he's created his own thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's not and he's employing other people. That's why I'm never gonna be here and and try to play Tyler Perry as if he's not doing big things, as if he's not created jobs. And he's pulling up people with him. It ain't like he how many times has Tyler Perry hired people you didn't know who the hell they were? Right. In the in these plays, in these T V shows. Like, I remember he had a like a casting call or something like that. And then them them boo movies, them them as whack as they are. He's had like two or three of them. Mm -hmm. All those actors, those those young actors and actresses are from social media. Oh, wow. Well, I know that. See, I, I never I mean. seen one of them. Not one of them I paid attention to. Me either. But I knew that because, you know, when they do impress and stuff like that, uh -huh. it might catch my eye. But these some of these guys, they were on social media. And he got them off of social media because they were funny. And, and he wants them to be and funny. that's how you get all the viewers with your whack-ass movies. Exactly. These people with social media presence. It's all right. the fans, the people that watch them on social media, they go watch the movie. And so, and even though, even even agreeing with Oprah. Now, this whole situation of why they beefing in the first place, I can kind of get it. Why she would be upset with her. However, the way that she handled the situation... Taking, you know you can't do nothing to Oprah. You can't do nothing to Oprah. This is my thing. I'm not saying that she shouldn't have said anything to Oprah. But you can't have any other expectation other than shit's going to go south. If you address her with your concerns and a group of y'all peers to let them in on this foolishness. Because everybody loves Oprah. They don't know that Oprah was trash to you. All they know is that you were trash to Oprah. Yeah. And that's goddamn Oprah. Yeah. And that's all that matters at the end of the day is that that's Oprah. They don't know the story. They're not interested in the story because you did this to Oprah. And that's exactly how, when that happened, the media spent it. That's how. Exactly it was like, oh, how dare, oh, oh um, Monique said this about um, Oprah. How dare she? So, that's just, that's it. Like, you can't, you can't be trash to Oprah. Just hey, like. Even when, if it's warranted. Especially yeah. if people don't know. Yeah. They they don't know about it and it don't matter because they're approaching it, you know, in the right way. But like I said, she has to create her own platform to where it don't matter. Like if she want to say Oprah's trash, she can say Oprah's trash or she can go to her studios and do whatever fuck she wants to and don't have to be bothered with nothing that Oprah does. 
Because people, that's the thing, like, people not respecting her because she don't have nothing to stand on. So everybody can treat her like trash because it's like you need them to go forward. So, but when you have your some, something that's your own to stand on, it don't matter how you treat somebody else because you got you got your own. And when you have your own, people gravitate towards, towards you. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm just like, if Hannah had, she, what I would have done, I would have been like, Netflix didn't want to give me my money, but I'm going to do this. This is, you know, I would create something because of that and mm-hmm. put it out. So that my fans who want to see it, they can see it and they can share it. So, okay, yeah, she was down in Netflix, but then she released this. So she got this over here, built the momentum. Because like I really say, it just looked like she bitter. Yeah. I, but I will say. It looks like she a bitter black woman. It looks yeah. like she looks bitter and that her husband is controlling her career. And she, honestly, I feel he like she needs part ways with her anyway. Him. Anyway, he needs to be your husband and not your manager. True. That needs to be they, separated. Everybody needs or to know whoever he is to her. Yeah. Because it's just like you. When I read that email that they released from Will Packer, mm-hmm. to me, it didn't make Will Packer look bad. It made y'all look bad. <laughs> it made. I mean, it did. It made y'all look bad. Because I, I mean, his response. I was just like, well, dang. If this is supposed to make Will Packer look bad, it didn't. Mm-hmm. It backfired because it makes Sydney look crazy. Yeah. It didn't even back. It didn't even make Monique look crazy because we knew it was about Monique. It just made her husband look crazy. Everybody keeps saying every like interview, whatever they do, they just be like, she just need to get rid of him. Basically, I mean, cause I'm uh, daddy, daddy. You want to come in right here? But anyway, speaking of trash, the powers, the powers that be. Um. Dame Dash runs up on Lee Daniels, at which a, is deserved. And a what, what concert was it at? Um, I don't know. I just remember seeing the footage. Di- was it Diana Ross concert? It, it, Dame Dash was not no damn Diana Ross concert. You don't know Dame. He got a wife. So um, yes, on the video you see Dame um, telling Lee Daniels how he owed, um, how he gave him two million dollars, um, and he never gave it back. He lost contact with him. And Dame telling him, like, you wrong. And Lee saying, yeah, I know I'm wrong. Can we talk about this later? Which I is very problematic to me. We're not talking about $2 million later. Like, we just not talking about $2 million, Especially when it's been this long. No, we can't talk about it later. And um, a big up to Dad, Dame because I thought he was going to steal off on this Me video. too. It looked like he was about but to. But he did. Because he was doing the thing. Right. Yes. I was like, oh, we about to hit Lee. But he did. He did. So, yeah, uh, Dame... They ran up on him for that, and Lee Daniels admitted that he um, owed him the money. And what I do like Dane for is he said, "Why do I have? Why do I have to do this? Like, why does this have? Why did this have to come to this?" And that's so true. Like, you knew you owed this man this money. Why did it have to come to the point that this man got to show his ass to get his fucking money? And on top of that, it's kind of like it's a slap in the face because right. Star is popping. Oh, he do Star too. He do Star. That's his show. He created that show. And Empire. Well, I know he did Empire. So, he got the money. Fox is paying him good money. Either way. <laughs> but nah, he got he got that show. He could have he could have been paid. Dang, that money. Exactly. Ben, because look at everything. He gave it to him for Precious. He did Precious. The Butler. Butler. Empire. He got Star. He got something else, too. Another movie. And I was like, did you? You could have been gave, and he didn't give him credit too mm-hmm. for for some. Was it on Precious or something? I think so. So it's just like, and then he's sitting there like he like, yeah, I know I'm wrong. 
For, for me, that's why I said Dame is in a different headspace. As soon as he said, I know I'm wrong, and you made me do this to you, like, I'm going to punch your ass. Like, you made me do all this, and you know you fucked up. You know you fucked up. Like, just give that man his money plus extra, because at this point, Precious came out how many years ago? Oh, wow. Right. So, that shit done created a lot of interest. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Like, we all give Dame Dash a hard time for some of the stuff that he's been doing. However, he is right today. Two million dollars is a lot of money just to be let slide. Two million dollars is not twenty dollars. And I think that, that also, like, we have not been giving Dame his credit and that that retrospect because he he loaned this man a whole two million dollars a whole two like everybody had wrote dame off as this crazy ass broke this that, and the third and he done literally lent this man two million dollars to help him pop off as a director and the man won't even give it to him back cut off contact with him and he had to run up on you at a concert run me my money <laughs> right. run me my money i bet you he was shooketh when he ooh, looked to the right he probably went, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and seen Dame sitting there like, yeah, I was there too. <laughs> I'm like, ooh. Look, he probably didn't know if he was going to get hit or not. He's talking about something. I'll give you my number. Can we talk about this later? No. Man. I've been looking for you for umpteenth amount of years. And I see you and you talking about, let's talk about it later? I'm like, I'll talk about it with you in court. Right. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for this. I would have sued him. And so he went He did. Yeah, I think like the next day, like uh, all the blogs had published that um he was suing him. He did that, that he I was like, oh, Dame got on that shit quick. Okay, he was like, oh, we need to leave because we need to go go <laughs> because I, I wonder if he gave him his number Probably since not. he said I'll give you my number and we can talk about. It. I wonder oh, if he not. did it. Oh, but yeah, oh uh, Dame, I hope you get your funds, boo. And Lee Daniels, you trash for that. That's why I stopped watching Empire a long time ago. Uh! Um, <laughs> next, we have uh, Permit Patty, is what they're calling her, who called the cops on an eight-year-old girl who was selling water outside her building. Not only that, we have another white lady who ran up on some Hispanics who were doing landscape work and told them that she didn't like them. And the dude said, well, why don't you like me? You don't know me to like me. And she said, because you're all drug dealers and rapists. Quoting saying that that's what the president said about them, so it must be true. First of all, when did we lose the ability to think clearly for ourselves? When Donald Trump came. No, like you just you can't you cannot like that that is so crazy to me. That is so crazy to me. I I I deal with the fact that Donald Trump is president every damn day. Okay. As we all do. I deal with it every day that he's the president and he's a psychopath. You know, and like, I don't know why I got up. But, um, <laughs> he's crazy out of his mind. And this, like, this whole thing, he literally has ripped the band-aid off of racist white folks. Because they was kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. They didn't go away, but they were just kind of gagged, right? Well, that's why they love him. You know, he has empowered them to be outspoken. Now, see, if one of them Mexicans would have punched her in her throat, it would have been a problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you know, that would have been it would have been an issue. And now, I'm not advocating violence. However, I'm just like people need to stop acting like people won't punch them in their throat for saying something disrespectful to them. Listen, the thing about <clears throat> Donald Trump is what I this is the thing that I say that is good uh-huh. is that he has exposed the racist 
in this in 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 this country, whether intentionally or unintentionally, for so long, like you said, they were hiding. But the number one reason when you ask them why did they like Donald Trump is because they because they didn't have to hide what they thought anymore. And it's just like every day on the internet, you see a new white person being racist as hell, either to black or Hispanic. Telling them to go back to their country, come back, go back to where they came from. And I just really want to know, who the hell told them that this was theirs? Like, do y'all not know that y'all took it from somebody? Their whole life they've been told that this was theirs. And that's what I'm saying. This is like, white kids are raised differently. Like, they're literally raised to With think, a sense of entitlement. Right. That no matter how much they, money Like, y'all literally stole this land from somebody else and got the nerve to say that they, that this they shit. No, there is this T-shirt floating around on Instagram. I need to purchase it. That basically says, "Nobody is illegal on stolen land." Okay, I've seen that. I I'm that. like, but where is the lie, though? Where is the, where is the lie? Europeans came over here and colonized, which is what they do best. They love to take over stuff and and say it's theirs. They love colonizing. That's their thing. Mm -hmm. They love colonizing. Cultural appropriation is just another term for colonizing. Right. Trying to hijack something that is already popping and make it your own like and then it was like mexico controlled the west before um the europeans got that so it's like now they controlled the west and now they can't even be on it and what's crazy if we really want to be honest texas belongs to mexico we, that's not but i mean you but you won't hear that from nobody else the white folks are living in texas that hate mexicans not gonna say that but that's like that shit really like blows me like every day just looking at them like bro like y'all don't own this shit like this don't belong to y'all like y'all literally raped killed gave these people diseases to steal their fucking land and now you sitting up here acting like this shit like your ancestors oh and then what is it what was it Ann Conway talking about her her ancestors weren't immigrants they were settlers no ho no. They were that was settlers. They immigrated from somewhere else. Right. That's how they got here. And when you tell them motherfuckers to go back where they came from, pack up your shit and, go. and make sure you going to. Cause I just I girl and that's why when people be sitting here all outraged because these babies are in cages at the borders. Mm -hmm. I just be like, I was saddened to see those babies in cages because I was sad because it was a child. Mm -hmm. Keeping them in cages that were for dogs in kennels. That's exactly what it looks like. And I'm just like, I, I was hurt because they're children and they're separated from their mom. That's what bothers me the most is because they're separated from their parents. I lost Caleb in Burlington Cold Fatter the other day with mm -hmm. Hubert. I couldn't find him because I thought he was with Hubert and he wasn't. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't find him and I started to panic just a little bit. And he was like, Mommy, where are you? And I almost strangled him when I found him. But it was just like, for that brief, it probably wasn't even a minute. I couldn't yeah. find him. I was terrified. Can you imagine how these people feel being separated right, from their children right. and they don't speak English, they can't speak English, their kids don't speak English, and they can't reach out and these babies are screaming for their mama and daddy and they can't get them? That's what makes me sad. But I'm not surprised because the U.S. is trash. This is what we've been doing for years. We've been taking babies from their parents and putting them somewhere else. It's a, stealing people's children is about as American as baseball. <laughs> Okay, we've been doing it for years. We've been doing it for years. Nothing, nothing, nothing is new that they are doing that hasn't happened already before. And for folks to be so surprised and outraged, it's just like, 
is crazy. I saw a post on Facebook the other day that says black people are not surprised that this administration is taking people from their children. Right, they're not. I'm not. Yeah. Like, people love to say that, well, they, when people talk about how many people they're deporting, oh, they love to say that Obama, they called Obama the deporter-in-chief because he deported a lot of folks under his watch, right? Mm -hmm. He won't plan, they, and they did, they did it a lot, but he wasn't separating people from their kids. Yeah. If the mama and daddy got deported, they I seen yeah I seen the, I seen a clip where they um where the white this white lady was trying to say that Obama separated um separated them too and the man was telling them like no they did not she was like oh yes they did blah 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 and so they then went and read the law or whatever that proved that he didn't and she was like well I don't know all the specifics of it, it was like okay also now you don't know well see it's crazy because you know I loved watching The View and Sunny Hostin is like my favorite person ever because she is the truth because she's smart and like you can't you can you can debate with her but you're not going to be able to tell her something that she knows is a fact because she knows it's a fact hell she graduated from high school when she was 16 years old like mm -hmm. you can't tell her if it's a fact it's a fact yeah. and I believe her but she was basically saying that the law to separate these children from their from their parents, if that were to happen, has been on the books for a very long time. Mm -hmm. However, they do not have to act on it. She said it was up there when Bush was in office, and it was up there when um, Obama was in office. And neither one of them separated. They did a lot of the deportations, but neither well, one of them separated kids from their children. I mean, ki kids, kids from their parents. parents. And he was like, they don't have to do this. Mm -hmm. So, and it was just like, it's crazy, but it's like... Separating these babies from their parents, trying to call the cops on an eight-year-old because she doesn't have a permit to sell water. water in front of her own building. I'm like, are you serious? And what pissed, what made, what really pissed me off that situation is she gonna try to get on TV and have an interview, crying these fake tears because not a tear streamed down her face, talking about how she. Um, has gotten threats and all this stuff and she didn't know that it was a black little girl she just heard somebody screaming in the back or whatever whatever and that she really didn't call the police she was just pretending to girl no well we never saw the cops show up I, I believe she called them and they were just like but she's eight click <laughs> but she's eight and then she was trying to hide like don't be trying to like you bad you big and bad enough to do all this Stand in front of the camera. Oh, yeah, I am calling the cops because she doesn't have a permit. She's eight, bitch. It's a hundred degrees outside. If you don't go buy some water and shut the hell up, I don't, I don't girl. I don't get it, y'all. It would be a problem if the little girl was throwing water bottles, right? Right. You want to call the cops, all right? Because a full water bottle hurts. I dropped one on my foot. <laughs> but this little girl was selling water to the people leaving the baseball game, and it's a problem. It's a problem. In front of in front of her own in front of her own building, and the damn lady sells medicinal marijuana to dogs and and losing losing clients like a mug. Cause I mean, cause it's, it's, it's when do we get to say enough is enough? Right, they know. The internet gonna find out who employs you. Exactly. Permit Patty. Had that little girl been white, she wouldn't have said a word. She would have commended her for her entrepreneurial right. spirit. Yeah, this is a good thing. This is this is. I didn't that. even know it was black. Girl, bye. <laughs> You saw her. Girl, I can't. Girl, I can't. These but people, I just don't understand, like, I don't understand, like, why they just can't mind their business. It's, that's it. That's it. That barbecue Becky, permit patty. 
this hoe, this hoe that wanna um call, call him his, his, his the, the lady who didn't let the um the realtor do his job, she called the police on him. Yes, like, y'all would just mind your damn business. How, um, mind your business. I can't hard say. Mind your motherfucking business, bitch. <laughs> just like, just do it. Just do it. Like, right. I don't. I was telling. I was like, all of this could be avoided. You would not be on TV. You would not be permit patty. You would not be losing business if you just minded your damn business. If you just walked if, away. If you just walked away. Now, I'm not telling you to mind your business. If you see somebody getting their ass beat, like Junior, that little boy that was uh, stabbed in New York. They took mind your business to a hold. They done threw him out the store and everything. They, I'm just like, no, I'm not talking about a situation like that. And R.I.P. to him. And I'm so glad they caught those dudes. And I hope they. I hope they get in the book because that was insane. I was just like, but all of this, mind your business. You wouldn't have to be on TV trying to defend yourself if you just minded your damn right. business. It ain't that deep. Ain't nobody in harm's way for this little girl selling water. She not even bothering you. Exactly. Ain't nobody in harm's way because these boys having a barbecue at the park that they've been coming to for years. Like y'all, it's just like whenever black people are just being them. It just like gives them a reason. It's just like they're too happy. Let me call the cops. Let me call the cops. Mind your business. Mind your, that is that's it. That is the key. White people, if you want to know how to keep being called permit patty or getting embarrassed or getting dragged on social media, mind your business. Not if it ain't got nothing to do with you, mind your business. If you see a little boy trying to cut your grass, don't call the cops on him because he don't have a permit. Or LCC or whatever he needs to be a to 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 cut your and not even just business. tell him you don't want your grass cut and don't cut. Right. This would be like, hey, thanks for the gesture, but I don't need my grass cut, and leave it at that. Like because if you were still in your lawnmower, it'd be a problem. Yeah, but like like girl, I just mind, mind your business. That's it. Mind your business. You don't like somebody, mind your business. Do you know what I do at work? Mind my business. Mind my business, honey. I turn my. Ch- a- my cheek to a lot of things because i'll be like they ain't got nothing to do with me Girl, let me say something i'll be at work and folks be like this and this was going on they're like did you know i'm like no nah, i do you know what i do i come and i sit in my cube and i do my eight and i go home because i'm minding my business because that ain't got nothing to do directly with me i work. don't know so i'm minding my business in the words of the great philosopher jay-z what you eat don't make me shit. There you go. Ain't got nothing to do with me. It ain't got nothing to do with me. It don't got nothing to do with mind your business. It ain't got nothing to do with you either. Exactly. Get it together. Um, that is all for our tea time. Who child. We have been talking for an hour and thirty six minutes. But it's good though. I mean the tea, the tea was juicy. It was juicy. It was you know juicy. what I'm saying? So on to the uh stay woke. First of all, I wanna say, did you see Melania's uh jacket? Uh, let me tell you something. This is my problem. When I be trying, I be feeling it for Melania, and then I fall off, right? So I was, I was honestly, I thought Melania was trash, and I still think she is trash. So my original sentiment was true, and I should just kept with that instead of trying to give her a chance because why? So when Obama was in office and when he was running and all the good stuff, her she agreed with her husband that he was she was a birther. She didn't believe that he was in. Grown, that he was born in the United States. Mm-hmm. Believe that he was born in Kenya. She really did. Like she went on a talk show and said this that she believed that he was a um he did, wasn't born in the United States. So that should have been cue number one. But then I felt bad for her because she was. It doesn't look like she wants to be first lady. 
-hmm. it doesn't look like she's enjoying this position. It just don't look like it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I felt sorry for her because her husband is trash. But she is also trash, which I knew this, but I still felt sorry for her because I'm a human. So, when she came out in that damn coat, I really don't care. Do now, you? I really want to say, I really want to say that she did not wear this when she went to go. She did not wear it inside when she went to go see the kids. But it's still trash because you're going to see the kids with this damn shirt on. This jacket. And Somebody, it was like it was 90 degrees in Texas. Right. Th that's what I don't understand. Why, why is she wearing a coat? Anyway, if, if it's hot. And I know it's hot. It's the summertime. So maybe she got anemia or something. I don't know. It, look, this, this is not the point. The point of the matter is, is that shit don't look good. Even if you were wearing it and it didn't have anything to do with going to see those babies. Right? The, it don't look good. You what? saw all these people and nobody stopped you? Nobody was like, you know, Melania, maybe, uh, no. That's the issue. This They have a They, have they don't have a not-dog person up there. They don't. They, and that's what they need. Because they do. They let them... And I think that's their whole thing. Like, you know, that's what he ran on for saying whatever he felt and them doing whatever he felt. But it's trash. It's trash. And it's just like, it don't look good. Just like it don't look good when your daughter is advocating for women and children and yet she don't say anything about those babies being separated from their parents. Girl. That's her platform. This fake platform and that Bob. she has created. She has created this. Right. And she ain't got nothing to say about what's happening to them kids. Has she even been down there? No. But I know they had shipped like some kids to New York or something. They have. They were and some kids were in Harlem and some other places. Yeah. So you just take them further away from their parents. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is going on? I just. But I want to say when I seen, I was just like maybe she's talking about the whole thing, like the administration. Right. His president like they were trying. They were trying. Honestly, I don't think she likes her husband. It still don't make up for being trash. But she still. She's still like she trash. And when, they, just, when his presidency's over, I would be shocked if she stayed. She is gonna stay. What are you talking about? Cause he being Donald Trump and now he's the president. He is guaranteed. He's guaranteed a salary for the rest of his life. So why should? But why I mean, should, he already rich. So the crazy thing about matter. this is, so what somebody had pointed out to me this week, and I was like, damn, this is interesting, because you know what? A lot of stuff that Donald ran on, we are seeing. Those things come to fruition, or that's why I feel like he's gonna get another term. Him, him, him working on it. So the the thing about it is, what was the difference between him and another presidency running? Is because other presidents run off other people's money. So when you he when, didn't run off his own. Yes, Donald Trump ran off. He put up his own money. Now he, he got up. people. People after that gave to his campaign, but Donald Trump originally put up his own money to um, run for president. And that's the difference between other presidents because other presidents only ran off other people's money, like not their own. So when you when you basically take other people's money, you're like kind of forced to push their agenda or like you're just like a face. You're just like the face of what they wanted to do versus Donald Trump. He he's he was already a billionaire. So he had the money to but was he? You can't. You're not gonna convince me that he's a billionaire. I, I cannot. I will not be convinced until I see proof. I don't believe he's a billionaire. I don't. I barely believe he's a millionaire. <laughs> and that's real. I don't. I don't believe it. I mean, the, that's what the the paperwork says. We don't know. We no, don't see don't. the tax returns or none of that. Paperwork. paperwork I need to see some. I need to see. I want to see a statement from so, a bank. 
So he did, and I think that's what a lot of his um the cabinet, a lot of his they cabinet most, came from. Yeah, gave millions well, of that's dollars. That's what I'm saying. People who gave who gave money for him. And that's why I always that's why I always say about Trump is just like no no experience required. Look, hey, you gave me some. You believed in me. Hey, come on up here on the cabinet. We'll we'll find a spot for you. But that's the di- I think that's the difference. In, this, this is the difference between his presidency and other presidencies. Is like. He had the money in the beginning to do it. Did he get a lot of money on the way? Yeah. But originally, it was his money that he put up to run for president. And so, it's, that's why you get different results. And, like, he, he's able to push things that he wants. It's because it's literally, like, his agenda. It ain't nobody else's. And so, like, how they talk about Obama, like, being the LGBT um, president mm-hmm. or whatever. Like... That may not have been his idea or solely what he wanted to do, but the people that supported him, that's what they wanted to do. Well, I mean, not even that. I mean, he talked about it. How? Because he, I don't think, I think he, his stance was, I think, I think he traditionally believed that it should have been between a man and a woman. I think traditionally. Um, but he, he talked about, he was having dinner with one of them kids. What and was one of them, Sasha, Malik, one of them, or both uh-huh. of them, and one of their friends had like a same, one of their friends had like a same sex. Mm-hmm. parent like couple in that type of situation and he was just like how can he tell like his daughter that it was wrong for them you know what I'm saying when yeah. it was so obvious so that's when he was kind of he stood out for it but it did take a little while that ain't something that he traditionally ran on but I don't know do you think the people that gave him money was just like well we gave you this $200,000 that means you need to do something with some well I'm $200,000 that, that that's a, that, but I mean that ain't nothing but that's 200 million no like Two hundred million? Hell, fucking yeah! If I give you two hundred million for your campaign, you gonna yes, you're gonna do what the fuck I want you to do. Like I can't even what two hundred million? I mean, but then also you have things like well, I mean they do do a lot of fundraising. I don't know. I'm I'm not ready to I'm to a place where I can say that he was paid to make gay marriage legal. No, I don't. I, I'm not saying that. I mean, now can he I'm lobby for it? Yeah, that. but yeah. I mean, ultimately, it was up to the Supreme Court, right? And I just—I mean, honestly, I believe whoever you want to marry, you you do that. Once I don't again, think they should put no kind of bans on people wanting to like that's crazy. Like you, but let you know people what people with, you let them marry people, but you know people feel like what's next? Marrying your animal? Now I think that's a little too far. But if somebody Listen, they I'm still laughing at the uh, transracial dude. Talking about. Um, he had 35 year old. Did you see that? It's a parody, but it was on um Atlanta. I think it was last season. Oh, that was creepy as hell. Yeah, talking about Michael Jackson. Talking about he a trans, uh, he a transgender white dude. They was talking about Rachel Dolezal because she thinks she transracial, which yeah. is not a thing. Talking about um, when he talking about he's a uh an engineer at Coca Cola, and they put his mom. She was like, that boy ain't got a job. <laughs> But Pete, but man, I don't. This administration is trash. That's it. That's all I got. Melania trash. Ivanka trash. Jared trash. Them brothers trash. The only one that ain't trash is Barry, and he might be trash. But I don't know though. Barry look like his bomber. Like he don't fuck with them either. On the campaign trail though, Barry was like, "Can we go?" He was like, it, "There was a, some video out there of his dad trying to do like trying." He was like, uh. "No, no thanks." <laughs> But I mean, I think he has autism, so that might have been something related to that. But 
But um, he didn't want to be bothered. Moving on with the uh, Trump administration. So now we have this Anthony Kennedy <clears throat> retiring from the Supreme Court. Um, everybody is up in arms about that. Like, this is important. Of course it it's is. important because Trump is going to get to elect whoever the fuck he wants to be in this new position. And I don't even know if he... Oops, excuse me. If he, he can have any, somebody. um, yeah. Well, I mean, he had a long list of people. That's what I was about to say. Who what he his list other is. Dude. But I don't know who that, when he was picking Gorsuch, I think I might be saying his name wrong. Gorsuch. Gorsuch. When he was picking them, he had a whole line, a long list of people that he was choosing from. Now, I will say this. Like, I feel kind of okay with the fact that this guy is retiring simply because Gorsuch doesn't seem like he is conservative. It could swing either way. However, Gorsuch is also a constitutionalist. So if the if it if it goes outside of the scope of the Constitution, yeah. I feel like Gorsuch is going to swing towards what would the Constitution say? So if the Constitution say that, you know, then I feel like he would kind of swing towards that. But at this point, though, like I don't know, like it could go either way. Like he could get some right wing, crazy, racist, white supremacist judge up in there. Right. Let me tell you something. Mm. There is a guy. Oh no, nah, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. That dude that he pardoned in um Arizona. Mm -hmm. He's a judge. Oh really? Oh god. Oh no. My mom. I can't go there. My mom won't let me go but, there. I'm about to but he kind of old too, so they trying to they get him young. He might be too old. Cause it's like a life sentence. Yeah. But I, I <laughs> life sentence. It is a life sentence. You go there until you die or you retire or you're mm -hmm. impeached. That's it. That's the only way. You know, even though that um. I'm going to ask this. Um, I know that he... No, he's not a judge, is he? Sure. Colin Powell, he's not a judge. No, he won't even a lawyer. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why the fuck I was thinking of Colin Powell. I really had to put that in my head to be like, well, he has nothing to do with this. Well, I nominate Annalise Keating. Oh, shit. <laughs> no. Annalise is problematic, okay? She is. But no, let me be serious, but no. Like, people, some of my lawyer friends are just like, this is really, really bad. Gay marriage is about to be overturned. Abortion is about to right. get overturned. I'm just like, Ugh, but is it? Can we go that far yet? Like, oh, right. Can we? I mean, first of all, abortion, they tried that once. And, but see, this is the thing. And that was so, when was Roe versus Wade? Oh, wow. Let me, let's get, let me like, get it. But this, this is my thing with, like, abortion. If you don't agree. Don't get one. Mind your business. Back Mind to what your we business. Were saying. Mind your damn business. And it was funny because they were talking about it on The View. And and and, and uh, Whoopi and Megan were kind of going at it. Because mm -hmm. Megan was kind of like on the stance of like abortion is murder. Murder should be illegal. And um, basically she was happy that they were getting a new judge because she knew that the judge was going to be conservative and it was going to be against abortion, right? And <laughs> Whoopi was just like, who are you? Yeah. Right. To tell me in 1973, she was like, who were you to tell me what I can and cannot do with my body? Because that's basically what you're saying. Right. Like, this is my thing, this whole thing with abortion. Conservatives, evangelicals, all these other folks, they love to scream, 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 scream about abortion. But don't care, don't give a damn about kids because you're not doing nothing about the kids. You over here, right. you are very upset about abortion, but are you as upset about these babies at the border without their parents? No. Or these, or these kids that's out here hungry. Oh, out here hungry. Because y'all want to take away um, 
assistance from the government and shit like that. And I'm just like, it don't, it don't, it can't work. Either you care for children or you don't. You don't. Either you want to help all children or you don't. You over here trying to be controlled over something that technically not even can be considered, even if, even though they're living. Like, it's, it's, it's hard for me because I've had a baby. And at the, because I've had a baby, I don't know if I would I would get an abortion. Mm -hmm. The only way that I could get an abortion if I knew for a fact that if I kept the pregnancy, I would die. Or, like, if we didn't do this now, the baby was just going to die when it at birth or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, like, those types of things is where I would, I would kind of struggle with it. But I think those would be situations where I would do it. Because my life, the baby that I'm carrying, this is going to sound horrible. But the baby that I'm carrying, if it could kill me, is not more important than the family that I already have who need me. They right. need me. So my, my husband needs me. My son needs me. So to be selfish and to give try to give life to a baby that could kill me and take me away from them, I don't know. I don't, I don't, that, that's not how I'm leaning. I'm always going to choose life so I can be with them if it can be helped. So like I'm, I'm, I can never get an abortion unless it was those reasons. So, however, I can't in good faith, tell somebody else that they shouldn't get an abortion. Because mm -hmm. that's none of my business. That's not my that's uterus. Right. That's not my You know what I'm saying? That's not my uterus. So, like, I don't, I don't, who, what do I look like dictating what you can and cannot do with your uterus? That's why it kills me when people are so adamant about abortion. I'm just like, but it ain't got nothing to do with you. If you don't like abortion, don't get one. Right. And, and if they did have the baby, is you going to take care of it since you're no. so fucking upset about it? Like, so exactly. I should keep so mind baby. your damn business. Girl, and I you let me like, do whatever the fuck I want to do. Now, some women use abortion as like a means of birth control. Mm -hmm. Now, I think that's kind of out there. Mm -hmm. That's trash. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like some women who make the decision, it's not easy. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go get an abortion today. Oh, what are you doing today? Oh, nothing. going to get an abortion. abortion. Nobody talks about it like that. Nobody going to get an abortion is excited about getting an abortion. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody is there not excited about it. So it's just like, for you to try to control that is crazy to me. That's why I don't think, I don't know, I'm not a lawyer, I don't think that Roe vs. Wade is going anywhere. I don't think that gay marriage and stuff is going to be overturned. Yeah. Because it's going to call, it's going to be, it's going to be, be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Like, they ain't ready for that war. Not with the, so, we ain't ready for the war with the LGBT community. I, you don't want them to team up again. Because we already know that it's, they are racist, LGBT community or whatever. But when they link together, because you're trying to take away their rights, the force is going to be powerful. I mean, I'm telling you, man. Like, I was like, I just, that's why I don't, I don't, I don't think. But I'm, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I could be wrong. But however, I do, I just hope that if he, that if, because it's going to be on him. I hope he makes a better, I hope he makes a good decision. I wonder. Which, uh, I wish somebody else would pick him, and I also wish that the Democrats who are currently in office would make that shit a lot harder. I wonder if Anthony Kennedy. See, I watch too many damn. I, I watch too many House of Cards and all that shit like crazy. that. I so I'm sitting here and I'm like, did he do something to somebody? They're forcing him to resign. Is something wrong with him? What if he's sick? That, that's why I said like, what if it, his wife? Is what sick? if it's something wrong with him or something like that? But what is it that's making him retire? Not resign. Sorry. But it is it that's making him retire? Like, is he just tired. over it? Maybe he's just over it. Are he over Trump? They were saying that. They were saying that. Honey, Sonny was like that. She wished that he would have waited to retire after we had got over President Trump, mm -hmm. right? But then that's was, what that's the thing that makes me think about. It. It's like you couldn't hold on. But somebody on the panel said that that he has said in the past that if he were to retire, he would do it under a Republican um president. President. He said that before, and he's very. I mean, he was. 
He was nominated by Reagan. He's very conservative. He has been the swing vote on a lot of things, but he's still, he's a, he's not liberal at all. He was very conservative. So it makes sense to me that he would say that he wants to be, he would retire under a Republican president. That makes sense to me. It does. So like, I'm not, it's not, that's not shocking to me. Um, but, uh, I, with all the foolishness that's going on, I wish he would wait. When I'm thinking about the presidency, do, have we, I don't know. I'm thinking like, have we ever heard, of, have we ever had a party back to back in the presidency? It's usually like one of the, if, I mean, it's like they up. win, like if they do two terms, right? Okay. But like, I've never seen it. I could be wrong. But it always, it, yeah. it, it always, the pendulum always swings. Yeah. So it's just like, I've never known of a Republican getting it back to back, like, I, I, or a Democrat. Right. Two terms, yes. But I'm pretty but sure. But like two consecutive terms, like a Republican of two consecutive terms, and then I don't think, I don't think that's it. So, I mean, if Donald Trump doesn't win, it's probably going to be a Democrat. That's what I'm saying. I don't, if, I don't, I don't think so either, but I'll have to research that to make sure that that's 100% correct. Right. <clears throat> But I mean, since I've they, been yeah, since we've been here, it just seemed like it'd be like Republican, Democrat, Republican. Well, I mean, Democrat. I'm thinking about it like the president I remember that has like a lot of memory of was Bill Clinton. You know, what? and after him it was George Bush, mm -hmm. and then after George it was Obama, Obama. and then after Obama, we got that animal. That's crazy to think about how many presidents we've been through. Ain't that crazy? Think about our parents. Think about our grandparents. They done went through a lot of presidents. And Bill, we we didn't get the right to vote till the Bush, the second term Bush, not even the first. Wait, what? Do you know when he was in office? The uh, George Bush? Yeah. Yeah, we got the, um, when he ran for the second time, he ran against, um. We can vote in 1965. That was the voting act in 1965, Not the right? original George Bush, the second one. We could know. Oh, us. About, oh, I want to say, wait, what? Vote. I was able to vote on Obama's first term. No, 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 no. You was able no, no. to vote. I was able to vote when you right that second term with Al Gore because I I couldn't vote and I was upset because I couldn't I didn't register to vote in time to vote at Central because I was registered to vote in, in Kenston. Yeah, I remember. I remember that being the first election. I remember I voted at the um at the health health building. What uh -huh. was it? What's the name of it? Miller Morgan. Yeah, at the mm -hmm. Miller Morgan building. That's crazy. That is crazy. But I made sure, cause I couldn't. I, I waited till the last minute again to try to get registered for vote for Durham. My ass went home to Kenton to vote for Obama you, and came right on Matt. It's so funny because it's like now when I think about it, I'd be like, would I prefer Bush over Trump? Right? Yeah. <laughs> cause my grandma just always used to say that. Look at Bush, head drunk on that damn whiskey. <laughs> but it's true though, like. But you know what's crazy? This is what's crazy. Because it's like, it's not even, you know, before people were like, oh, I don't want a Republican in office, they this and that. It's not even the fact that it's a Republican. It's the fact that it's Donald Trump. Right. And he is disgusting. Like he, he is his own political party. He is disgusting. It's just like him and his cabinet. They might as well just name a new party. <laughs> like, y'all should be some, called something else. Because okay. y'all really don't fit the mode of either party. Just trash. Just raggedy. But this is so I want to ask you this question. So Oh hell. If Donald Trump 
did something good. I don't know. Name something that you want to see happen. I want what? Reparations. Let's say Donald Trump gave black people reparations, Annie. Would you look at him differently or would he still be a trash-ass president? He'd be a trash-ass president who's pandering for the black vote. Yeah, he would. And he would get it. And he would. And I would take it. I would still vote with somebody else. Okay? I think if he gave reparations and he made weed legal... But he I will go down as the best thing popping. But weed is already starting to get momentum. But that's but it's still uh it's against still federal law. Right, so federal right. law. Mm-hmm. So states can can say that it's legal or whatever for medicinal purposes. Or I think California is now moving for like just regular use, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but still, companies can say we don't want you if you're high, basically. So it's still against federal law. So if he if he tries to pass it not be against federal federal law and get it out as a schedule as a schedule one drug which it shouldn't be mm-hmm. um, and removes it from that do you know how many people that's like you you not that's black white everybody who who hates him may start to think like well wait a minute if he gonna do this maybe he not. You know, maybe he's not as bad as we think he is. He's horrible. He's as bad as we think that he is. <laughs> this is smoke and mirrors to offer us something. He don't. Oh yeah, of course. He don't like black people. That but I think it's all. I think it's all smoke. Like those presidents. I think it's all smoke and mirrors. They do one thing to get something out of it. Like but I think it's been more so with this one right here. I think it's oh look at this look at this over here while I go bomb Syria. But if I was Trump, I would try to do something. To make people like me too, because everybody hates them. Catastrophic. <laughs> okay, let's say something. But this is base loves him. So really, that mean that's all that really matters. That's why people need to get out and vote. And I know that the people don't elect the president, but they need to get out and vote. Kayla, how could you? So how are you gonna say the people don't elect the president, but they need to get out and vote? They need to get out. Man, look, they need to get out and vote. So what they is need it? to get they need to vote period vote period yeah I was about to say let's even take the president off the thing take your ass out there and vote because what's most important are these midterms coming right. up with the house and the senate and then your local elections that's what the fuck you need to be that's worried about the, that's, that's the, the most important thing and usually when you go out to vote and you know what I want to say I want to say that people not only do I need to get out and vote they need to know what the fuck they're voting for that too I I feel like a lot of times people just show up at the polls and say they voted and basically somebody hands them something and that's who they vote for let me say something like you really you really need to know who the hell you are putting into these offices into these positions every time I research We are trying to record, and they over here playing Thriller. I don't know what they got going on over there. You probably won't hear it because of the other time they was it was kids playing outside. We I heard it a little bit in the background. You did, yes. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. But but no. Every time I have researched candidates, right, and I be in there going and prepare, like I right, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. There is always something on that ballot I knew nothing about. I'm like, right. I gotta vote for this too. Yeah. Like who is this? And it's always something crazy like agriculture or like. Cleaning up the streets or mm-hmm. like something crazy like that. But I was like, damn, I did all this. And I but I mean, literally, they te- if you take a ballot from there, tell you everything to vote for. Like, if you are Democrat, this is what you vote for. If you're Republican, this is what you vote for. Vote, agree on this. 
vote disagree on this. Like, literally, and I just feel like we have to do, if we're going to exist in this society where we want to put the right people in the positions to do the job, we have to do the work to find out who the fuck they are. They're not. They're not. Like, it just. And who's going to do it? Ain't nobody doing the right. Nobody's doing the work. But I also feel like the reason why is it's, it is the thing. Like, they make the presidential election more important than any other election. And it's the media who does it. They will sit and they talk about the presidential election all day, every day, every move that's being made. But they do not do that with local elections. So people doesn't don't take it, the local elections, as to be as important as the presidential election. And I honestly think... It's on purpose because, like you said, the people don't elect the president, but they give you the illusion that you do. But then the people that you can really elect, that's the one that they don't push that way. See, this is what bothers me, and I had to get on my little soapbox because I was pissed when Hillary didn't win. And I was like, you know what? All of you folks who saying you're not going to go out and vote, you're trash. And I'm going to tell you why you're trash. Because you're sitting home when you need to be going out to elect somebody. Because I was just like, these, pe these judges... And these lawyers and these um and these sheriffs sometimes they get mm -hmm. elected into. I was like, you over here fussing because you think they racist and they think they this and they that, but you had a chance to vote them out and you right, didn't. And you you didn't. can't say nothing. When little Ray Ray has been arrested and they throw the book at him for whatever reason, and you feel like it's wrong, or you feel like the judge that they have isn't lenient enough or doesn't give or whatever, I was like, Well, you could have changed it, but you didn't vote. So don't say nothing to me. Right. It needs to be, it, people need to know that it's more on the ballot than just the but, president. But, why, but you know what? I mean, why, why do we But I think to... it's all about, it's all about education too. Like, like I said, Obama brought so many people out to vote. Like people who've never, who was like 80 plus years old, who've never voted. Why? Ever. Because he looked like them. Right. Exactly. So it's like, you... But that's all they. That, but that was the only thing that was important for them is that they voted for Obama. I'm pretty sure they didn't give a fuck about the rest of that ballot. And people need to understand like it's more on the ballot than the damn president. Like you have to vote for more. So it's like we have to. I don't know. Maybe we need to start having election classes or something. I mean, we can do that. That I think that's like some, something that needs to be because like literally you can vote. We can see and vote for the president all day, but we already know the electoral college has the final vote. That's true. And but the thing that we can vote for, we don't know about because we don't know how much of an impact local elections has. Mm -hmm. And I'm trash because I set this vote, this local election up because I don't ever know when stuff is happening. You be finding out in crazy times. I be like, it's, I like, think we need to start local elections the coming up. I'm like. We need to, you know what? Because you know what? We get into the age where we're supposed to watch the news in the morning and shit. Like I can't. That. I can't even. I'm hard. saying it's hard. I I don't. Let me tell you something. When. This is crazy. When Alton Sterling was murdered. Yes, I said murdered in the mm -hmm. Louisiana by that cop. And that video of him getting shot in the chest was on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I felt it. Like I felt it. Like literally something happened to me. Like there was like a pain there. Something happened when I saw this. Visually, something happened to me. And I was like, and it did something to me. So since then, videos don't play automatically on Facebook. If I could figure out how to do that on Instagram, that would work too. But stuff don't automatically play, and I don't look at the news at night. Because it's depressing. Whenever I turn whenever I turn on my phone, so I hardly ever watch TV. I only watch, like, TV when I'm, like, 
about to eat real quick and I just need like and I'm always gonna put it on USA Special mm -hmm. Victims Unit. But every time I turn on my box, it automatically goes to Spectrum News. And I automatically turn it. But it seems like every time I turn it on, they on the weather. Like, they ain't never talking about Well, that's the thing. Like, in the morning nothing. time, I can watch it in the morning time. Because at that, at that early in the morning, they ain't doing nothing but talking about which, the weather and which streets yeah, you That's why I just need to get rid of, rid of cable. Because I def don't watch the shit. You probably can get, like, Sling TV or something. This one's <laughs> like, I don't watch. Like, people be saying all these shows that's be on TV. And I be like, what channel is that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. I don't know. That's, that's crazy. But nah, no, we do need to be informed. We are getting to the age we need to be informed. Yeah. Cause I mean, hell, I'm getting to the age. I mean, I'm looking at schools for Caleb already. He'll be five. That's why I sent you to um that uh house. Cause I'm like, this is a good school district. Girl, I won't be going. And Ain't me and Caleb can have a pool. Me and, and but me and Caleb Daddy can't afford a three hundred thousand dollar house either. Three hundred and forty thousand to be exact. Bam. I think boom. I think y'all can. You just have to believe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> believe in our salaries hey. that don't exist. You don't think Ooh. I go anywhere now? I really won't go anywhere. <laughs> you don't in that house where you need to go. That's all we'll be able to afford. Mm -hmm. People be like, where you going? Home. Home to this, to this backyard. Right. To this pool right here. Um, but that's right there completes our stay woke segment segment excuse me now it's time for our discussion of the week um which i chose ti and all his shenanigans but most importantly is because i wanted to talk about the marriage aspect in what he was saying did you read it i read a little bit of it okay i'll pull it up so basically i can read it because <clears throat> i and since I'm sitting here with a married person. Woo -woo. So, um, he posted, well, first he posted this that a woman wrote. Because there's nothing in it for them, what exactly does marriage offer men today? Men know there's a good chance they'll lose their friends, their respect, their space, their sex life, their money. And if it all goes wrong, their family. Um, says Helen Smith. They don't want to enter into a legal contract with someone who could effectively take half their savings, pension, and property when the honeymoon period is over. Men aren't weeping out of out. Men aren't wimping out by staying unmarried or being um, commitment phobes. They're being smart. Unlike women, men lose all power after they say "I do." Their masculinity, their masculinity dies too. Um, so basically he just said he just found that he just found this. No, he did not write it, but that he agreed to a certain mm -hmm. degree. I've heard and seen this a million times over. Note to women, happiness needs no validation. The ego does. Most women out out there nowadays just want to be married to impress their friends, family, side pieces, and fit into society's standards. That's not love. That's how you end up stuck with someone you thought you wanted, no matter what, whatever you do, do what do what you do to make you happy. So, Coming, I am married, <clears throat> but I don't know if all those things are true. I don't know. I guess I'm just a different type of woman. I feel like that's true in some situations. Mm -hmm. However, that could be the case if you marry somebody because, see, and this could be wrong, a wrong assumption, but I feel like a lot of women who marry these men 
you know, with a bunch of money, and they marry them because they look a certain way. They look like the type of woman they should be with. And then when you have a woman that gets into a relationship with you because you have a bunch of money, then when y'all don't work out, then you have situations where you have women trying to take you for everything that you have because you got it. Not because she needs it, because she could easily, easily divorce you and find somebody else to finance her life, right? Mm -hmm. But... I mean, that's not the case. She gonna, And if they got a child, you can forget it. They're going to try to take you for everything that you have. Now, some women are like that. And I could see why some men will look at that and be like, nah, I'm good. But on, but on the other hand, it's just like, nah, there are regular people with regular jobs who are out here with regular marriages who I'm not, if anything were to happen between me and my husband, I don't even think I would ask him for child support. I think the only thing I would ask him for is just make sure you do right by my baby. That's about it. Do right by him and we good. I don't need you to finance my life. I mean, will it be a struggle without your income? Yeah, but I make a way. I'll find a way. I have to because I got somebody else to take care of. So, I don't know. Like, I don't, and I don't know if I would be that way if I were, I don't know. Like, I don't even know if I would be that way if, if I was married to, like, a crazy rich man. Like, even still, even if he wouldn't like me to work, I would still be working. Yeah. Because you got to have your own. That's important to me. <clears throat> so I think, so I took a lot of, well, two things from this. I agree with his statement, but then with the doctor's statement, I feel like a lot of women are not getting married now because they feel that same way. They lose out. They start to lose out on a lot of things because women naturally, we gravitate towards men, towards our men, and they literally become our world. And so we we live in that we become we come we become about our man and family and we lose ourselves in that process. So when she's saying time about so a man loses this is that and the third, the only person that I see in most relationships who still are is able to have his friends in life is the man. So I don't relate to what she's saying because I live their lives. right men get to continue living their lives while women don't get stuck in the house with kids and right. But then when T.I. Was, was saying, um, you know, women get want to get married to imp impress friends, family, and side pieces, I 100% agree with that with some women. Now, to I'm not saying every woman did that by right. far, but it is a lot of women who married the man just to prove to the bitches he was fucking that, oh, he's mine, or to prove to their family and friends, like, oh, see, he will marry me, or whatever like that. And all those things is set up for divorce. So if you are marrying for these reasons, then soon, sooner than later, will you be headed down the road for divorce. But I know, particularly when I was in my relationship, and then um, we got engaged or whatever, that's exactly how I felt. And so that's why that rung so clear to me, because... I didn't know at the time that all I was doing was setting myself up for disaster because I wasn't getting, I wasn't going to, I wasn't saying yes to marrying him because that's what I wanted. Like I knew that he wasn't what I wanted, mm -hmm. but I, I was marrying him to prove that everybody who said, oh, he doing this and the third, it was like to prove, oh, see, he loved me. You see that he wants to marry me. And so I know that this is true. And I know it's people who are going through that as well, who they're just like trying to hold on to something because they think it proves a point. And the only thing you're doing is making yourself miserable as hell. Because that's going to be the outcome. Is even if you do get this man to marry you for those reasons, you're still going to be miserable as hell. He's still going to do whatever he wants. If he fucking with a whole bunch of bitches when he with you, when he marry you, that ain't going to change. 
Especially if he done strung you on for such a fucking long time. And which it goes right back to what the doctor was saying about men lose themselves in marriage. So now you done signed yourself up for a marriage that's based on bullshit. And now you in a marriage and all you're going to do is lose yourself. First of all, you already gone. So you just about to dig a deeper hole for yourself and being and being in this situation. Now you ain't got no friends. Now you ain't got no hobbies. You don't know who the fuck you are because you've drenched yourself into this toxic ass lifestyle. And so that's why I agree and I disagree. I disagree with it just being about a man. I think that is in both a marriage for a man and a woman. You can't just put it on women because now you see a lot of women who don't want to get married. It's true. Well, I mean, but I feel like they do they not want to get married because of the examples that they've seen? Yeah, I think that's a big part of it too cuz a lot a lot of especially a lot of people our, our age, a lot of us ain't seen happy marriages mm-hmm. because like we've talked about before, it was based on a certain type of thing. And we're not comfortable with it or we don't want that. Right, but I I don't know. TI trash. That's why I think that's probably why I think a lot of people had issue with it because he's trash, and you you married, so was right. that the case when you got married? Like, but then you know his two sons ain't fucking with him because of, of his mom. It's it? King, the babies, and... King and um, Major. Yeah, I was like, well, and they still married. Are they still married? Mm-hmm. Dang. But I thought I seen something that he had went and seen a divorce lawyer. But I'm just like, T. I they mean, both had did the divorce. That's why I didn't understand. Like, y'all went for y'all were going to go through this whole divorce thing. And then you didn't like what she was doing. So you wanted to get her back. I think the real reason why you wanted her back was because you couldn't control what she was doing. Yeah. And she was out here I mean. doing her own thing. So you were like, nah, I'm about to lock this down because you don't want her to. But if you don't want to be married, then what's but the point? But that's exactly what happened with the whole escape tour. Like he, like, he didn't want her to be on the road all the time. And basically, they had a baby and all this stuff like that. And it was just like, damn, you ain't gonna help out? No. Like, uh-uh. And so, it, that's what I feel like. He stayed. After that, he, it won't no talk about them getting, separating or getting divorced anymore. But clearly, you don't want to be married. She on the road, though. Huh? She went on that tour. Yeah, she went on the tour. But I think, I think sometimes he was there, too. He was, I know one of them nights he was there. <clears throat> so it's just like, I just, if you don't want to be married, then don't be married. Like, and I also feel like they stayed married on the familiar, familiarity, I can't say that word right now, that they had with each other. Because like one of the things he said, he was like, I was with you when you made your first million dollars. You was with me when I made my first million dollars. And nobody else could give us that experience or tell us what that feel like because we experienced it with each other. But okay, yeah, that's cool. But if you don't want to be here no more. See, that's the thing. Like, I tell, me and my husband talk about this all the time. Like, if you are not happy with me, don't stay with me. Okay. Because you want to do, you know, you want to keep the family together or you want to do this or you want to do that. If you want to go out and do you, you don't want to be with me, then go and do you because we are not setting a good example for our son. Like, that's not... I don't, I don't want to exactly. do that. That's so, a toxic, it's a toxic it situation. Is. For the so, because what if if my baby wants to get married one day and he don't want to because he saw what his parents went through, mm-hmm. hated each other, unhappy, and yet they still stayed married. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that would be a, it would be a disservice to him. So, I don't think parents understand that when you, when you are in a bad situation or unhappy situation 
and you're you're claiming that you're staying or whatever because you don't want to leave the parent of your kids or whatever. This that situation that the kids are in is more toxic than y'all actually separate. Because they see yeah. it and they see y'all bumping heads and they see y'all clashing. Exactly. And they hear the nasty And they learn behavior that's coming from that. Right. If you have girls, they're learning that Men can treat me however I, I want to be treated. If you have boys, they're learning that I can treat women however I want to. And it, and you're creating a toxic culture for your damn kids. And really, you need to separate from that person. So they can so you can teach them better. But when you do it and then you, you sit here and you gotta see your kids in the same situation, and then you sit and ask like what what happened? Well shit. Like look what you Look at the type of environment that you had them in. That you set them in. I man, I get it, but T I trash. <laughs> and I'm wondering the lady who wrote that is she married? I have no idea. Her name was what, Doctor Smith? I looked at the book to see if it was real. And it was real. It popped right up and everything. I was like, yikes. So I don't know, dog. I don't know. I encourage everybody to get married. Cause that's not that hasn't been my experience. So, I don't know, mm -hmm. it's been, and not to say that it's been all good, because mm -hmm. chat, oh lord, it has not been. However, like, I mean, we don't know, we work it out. I don't know, because dating, let me tell you, dating is hard. But see, that's the thing. To me, if I weren't married right now, I probably, I probably wouldn't get married. Because it seems exhausting to get to a point where you're ready to be married with these, with these niggas these, out here. Right. It just seems like it's difficult. Good morning, beautiful. It, and it's like, it's just repetitive bullshit. Like, I literally was just talking to somebody yesterday. And I was just like, yo, well, I guess another one bites the dust because he's boring. He hasn't planned anything. How you ask somebody what they like to do and don't plan nothing with them to do it. Like, that was a pointless conversation for me to have with you. And you asked me, dog. I didn't ask right. you. Right. I didn't even ask you. So, yeah. Bye. That's just really how I feel about it. So that's why I'm just like dating. Dating like fucking sucks. Like you're supposed to be enjoy enjoying to like get to know a person and stuff like that. But it's it's now it's just that's like always fun. Draining. Though. Well, it's it's just supposed like, to be fun. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's supposed it's to be fun. Folks. If you meet the right person, then it is fun. But it's just like I don't know. And and most of these niggas, you talk to them and they act like they they want all these things. Blah 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 blah. But then it's just like repetitive dumb shit. And you really have to stop talking to them. Like, don't talk to me no more. So be happy you're married. Oh, we all I mean we all good. And I'm not even a person that's like really big on wanting to get married or anything like that. But it's just like Honestly I I, I can't even see myself in a fucking relationship. It's just like I'm just like if I were like in your situation or if I was single, it just seems like the idea of marriage is getting further and further away. Blurrier and blurrier and blurrier and blurrier, further and further away. And it just seem I don't know, it don't seem it don't seem which honestly it don't seem appealing. Look at the riffraff you gotta go through. I don't know. People ain't ready to be married. People don't want to get married. But anyway, that was our discussion for this week. Um, maybe on to our self-care, which is going to be our last thing on the docket for today. Self-care, what are you doing this week? Well, let's see. Last week, what'd you do? I what'd got my do? toes do? done. I got a pedicure. But it was not an enjoyable experience. <laughs> 
Because the guy who did it was weird and didn't catch my non-verbal cues. Mm-hmm. And then try to accuse me of stealing. No. Well, he didn't. He wasn't very like you stole. He wasn't like that. But basically, what happened was, I was getting my toes done, right? Uh-huh. And they were drying. And he was going outside to do whatever he did. I don't know. His he was weird the whole time. So he went outside to do whatever he did. And my toes were dry, so I left. Uh-huh. But I paid first, right? He was like, "Did you pay?" I said, "Yeah." He hustled inside, uh-huh. and I heard him say something to the girl. Uh-huh. And, of course, it was in Mandarin or whatever his language was. And I guess the answer was enough for him to come back outside and do what he was doing before. So, I'm assuming that he asked her if I paid or not. But, either way, he was so annoying the whole time he was talking to me, asking if I was married, if I had kids. And, maybe he was just trying to, like, forge a relationship so I'll come back. Mm -hmm. However, it was just like, dude, if I'm on my phone, I'm not really answering your questions. I'm saying yes, I'm saying no. I'm, like, I'm not really interested. I'm on my phone. And, every time... You have to talk to me it's because you ask me a question and I'm not rude and I say something back. Like, leave me alone. I don't want to just be like, leave me the hell alone. I don't want to be like that. Like, I, I don't, I don't want to be like that. I want to be nice because right, I'm trying to have my moment here. That's the thing. So, like, when I, what I like to do, like, I, I like to unwind. When I come home from work, I like to get on social media. This is my routine. I get off work. I get Caleb something to eat. Fix him something to eat while he's eating and looking at door. I'm on my phone. Looking at Facebook and Instagram, catching up from the day, my emails, that type of thing. And then I do Candy Crush. Mm-hmm. Hang out with my son for a little bit. And then do some more, do some more social media. That's how I unwind mm-hmm. from being at work and stuff all day. So when I'm going to get my toes done, I want to do more of that without being interrupted. Mm-hmm. An ideal situation is if you have free Wi-Fi. And I can really be uninterrupted because I can look at whatever I want to look at. But he wasn't allowing me to have that experience. Asking all these weird questions complimenting me on how clear my toes and my fingernails were mm-hmm. asking me if it was just weird 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 and I didn't like it and they're not the usual place that I go to but I went to them because they were close to my house mm-hmm. and down the street and I could go on my lunch break and come back home let me say I go all the way to Carrie because of shit like that that you just explained I I used to go to close by my house but after that man tried to snap on me girl cause he was doing my shit wrong they ain't have to worry about me coming back no more. And I found this nice little spot in Cary. They're so pleasant. They offer me water and wine. They offer water and wine, but I didn't Because um, I didn't see where it came from. They offer me water and wine. I mean, and it's always so peaceful when you go in there. And I didn't, like, I have on my headphones or whatever, and I experienced none of that. Like, they leave you the fuck alone. They do their job. Well, see, that's the thing. My original place is not close to me. It's on 15501. So, it would take me, like, about 15 minutes, 20 minutes to get there. And then 15, 20 minutes for them to do my toes. And then another 15, 20 minutes for them to drive. And ain't nobody got time for that because I got to drive back home. I only get an hour. So, I'm like, let me just do this on my lunch break because this is what I wanted to do. Now, my original spot, Hannah... Mm-hmm. My eyebrow lady and my feet lady. Like, I don't know if she was there, so I didn't want to go over there. But even when I went over there and got my pedicure last time, they didn't bother me. I was able to be on my phone and do social media in peace. <laughs> but no. So, so this is um, my, one of my um, team members, they tell me about a place. And her nails always look so good. And it's cheap. Mm-hmm. But then it's like in hood. And I was like, ah. Oh. I realized that I pay for the peace when I go to carry. And I was just like, I guess I should continue to pay for that piece. You would what for that? Why? 
But I mean, it's your spot. You're comfortable with your spot. Exactly. And next time, I'm going back to my spot because mm -hmm. at least. And then he did that. And that's, you know what else sucks? He did a really good job with my toes. I like the shape of my little toenail and everything. Mm -hmm. But he's weird. He didn't think I paid for the service. So I can't go back. But this week, I took a mental health day. I was supposed to take my baby to the beach, but we were unable to because my husband had to do some work things. So today is a mental health day. This is my self-care from work because I needed it. Okay. Shout out to mental health days because mental health is important. Mm -hmm. I tell my team that all the time. And they think I'm crazy when I say that. No, it's real. But I'm like, no. Like, I'm serious. I need this day because I'm about to <laughs> spaz with some folks at work. So I need it this day. Uh, my self-care... Uh, for this week is I'm actually about to go to the nail salon when this is over. So good thing you pointed that out. I mean, out. we've been talking for them. And um, I, I'm actually doing I'm well. I'm walking in a 5K. So I guess that's that's something to be like inspired about. Okay. Yeah. I'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I've walked a 5K before. Yeah. I walked a 5K with a almost two-year-old Caleb. And a and a walk in a um a jogging shoulder that had a flat wheel, a flat tire. Oh, uh, what? It was horrible. And it was his. well. I it was a Susan G. Common race. That but around. I mean, it's gonna be it's Atlanta and it's hot. It's gonna be hot. You're right. But it's gonna be early in the morning, right? Yeah, it's eight to ten. Mm -hmm. Just take you some water. Got your good little walking shoes. Get a little towel if you start to sweat. You be fine. Why not a sweater? But I will do that because the sun will be feeling. So who knows? Make sure you got your sunglasses. Put on some sunblock. I mean it. Brown oh skin God. burns. Brown skin burns. Brown skin down. can get cancer. Okay. He's down just like Danny. <clears throat> um, and my tip. I don't know, y'all. What y'all like to do? Find something y'all like to do. Find something. Try something new. Mm. Try something, some try something new that you never would have tried before, like and, sushi. And, no. Oh. Okay. I was thinking more adventurous. Hiking. I I'll never hike. You know, we should like we should outdoors. go hiking. I don't like being outdoors. I don't really like outside either, but um, we should try hiking. I need somebody to try with me. You better I'll, ask Danielle. I'll sign you. Now you know she ain't going to go hiking, hiking with you. My ass ain't. Cause I mean I gotta uh, uh, okay. Talking about talking, you know, Danny is not going no damn hike yet. I can like sit here looking at me right now, saying it. Right, man. Trash. So yeah, I'll try it. Maybe. Yeah, we should try it. But I mean, trying sushi is adventurous. I'm not, but exactly. I'm not either, so I wouldn't tell you. I tried, try but you sushi. know, at least I've tried it though. I've tried it once. I've tried it, and the texture was not my thing. That's what I'm saying. It's just not, girl. Oh my god, my mouth was like, no ma'am. Right. My stomach was like, no ma'am. <laughs> and I don't care what they put on it. Oh god, it's disgusting. Like those spider rolls and stuff that everybody be in love with. I just, I don't care what you do with it. The only sushi I like is fried chicken and a sushi roll. That's about it. All you're going to get from me. Mm -hmm. Make me a sushi with some fried the, chicken um, and collards. How about that? The one that's on 54 and 55. What is the name of it? Shiki Sushi? Shiki Sushi? Yeah, I think it's Shiki Sushi. They have this this dish called Hot Fish. Now, that's good. What is it? It's fried fish, but it's like um, broccoli and mushroom. It's good, but the fish is like in a hot... 
like has a hot sauce on it, not mm-hmm. like hot sauce, but like the the sauce that's on it. It's mm-hmm. like a hot, but it's fried, and it girl, it's good. So anytime I'm forced to go to Shiki Sushi, I can get that, but it's cooked. Oh, no. I'm not adventurous. I just mm-mm. sushi sense. So your husband don't want to try sushi. He wants to. But you just ain't with it. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Go, go and get something else. He need to go with somebody who actually knows sushi. Because I'm going to be like, don't get none of that shit. Mm. But, I mean, he needs somebody to go buy. Like, I think they have Shiki Sushi. They have the buy one, get one free. So, that may be They do. Good. It's like on certain nights or whatever. Oh. But he need, he still needs to go with somebody who actually knows sushi. Because I'm going to be like, babe, I'm about to get this general toast chicken over here. So, right. Um, Let me know. Maybe um, Caleb will try one. Ew. Disgusting. <laughs> Y'all don't even understand how foolish that boy is. Um, but that wraps up BGPOV. BGPOV Black Girl Podcast. And uh, you can find us on everything that's podcast from SoundCloud, Google, iTunes, and also on SoundCloud, hit the hearts. Yes, please hit the hearts so we know. Right. So we know leave a comment. Exactly. And send in emails to Black girl, and that's B L A C K girl, G I R L P O V, literally P O V pod, P O D at gmail.com. Black girl, P O V pod at gmail.com. So you can just write, send us an email, let us know what you think. With your questions, your concerns. Yeah, you can ask questions. Um, you know, one of us is married, the other one is not. So, you know, if you're asking any marriage related, just remember only one person can give you real feedback. I mean, I can. But also, also if he's trash. No, and my advice would be leave him, sis. <laughs> leave him. And I'm married. But no, for real, leave him, sis. And uh, that's it. Do you have any more news? Nah, no news. Just you guys listen. We do appreciate folks who have been listening. Please keep listening. I feel like we're getting better and better and better and better. And um, that's about it. It's your girl, Nicole 24 on Snapchat, Instagram, all that great stuff. Oh, I don't know all my stuff on Instagram. I mean, my only, I know Dovecat. On Instagram, that's about it. That's where y'all need to find me. I can't uh, tell you my snap because I don't remember. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.